Hello everybody, welcome back to Root Awakening, a health podcast. So as many of you know, I have been going through the GAPS diet over the past week and a half to help my candida overgrowth, which in this episode you will learn that it's actually a heavy metal issue. And I've also been using the GAPS diet to help my chronic skin conditions like dermatitis and just my gut biosis after using a lot of antibiotics. So the GAPS diet is basically what we're going to learn about in this episode, but we're going to learn about it in such a cool way. Madeline Ogden, who is a future GAPS coach and the owner of Homesteading Heartland, has been through the GAPS diet. She came from a place of severe fibromyalgia and a whole bunch of different conditions or symptoms that came from that. She also had some skin issues as well. She was like in the ER. She had all of these severe issues. I'll let her tell you about it in this episode. But she reversed all of those symptoms through the GAPS diet and the fibromyalgia. She was able to overcome all of that. And she has this beautiful story. And she really is able to hold this space for all of us and give us so much awesome information on the GAPS diet and on her journey as well. So in this episode, Madeline and I talk about what the GAPS diet is, how it's structured. We talk about what you're allowed to eat on the diet, what the end goal of the diet is, which is not a very restrictive eating schedule. And we talk about kind of the pillars of the diet. And then we talk about Madeline's healing journey. We also talk about the connections that that she found between her physical health symptoms and her emotional experience with that type of healing and how that all connected to her nervous system. It's really interesting to hear and so cool to hear from someone who really has reached the other side of healing. And of course, it's a lifelong process, but she has really reversed her fibromyalgia and it's super cool to have an interview with someone like that who can say that. And we get into all of the handmaids that Madeline is making as well. Now, Madeline has just dropped a link to book with her for consultations about gaps, about health. So she is open now to support you all. She supported me when I started the gaps journey and was so helpful. Oh my gosh, so helpful. And now she is taking consultations for that. And I would get them now while you can, because she has a lot of people messaging her because like I said, she's made it to the other side and she has a system. So she is open for consultations now definitely get in. I'm dropping the link in the show notes. Get into her calendar now while you can. She also has really awesome tallow skincare products that I ordered for myself. So gotta get them now before everyone else, including me, does. So this episode's really fun. This is with Madeline Ogden, future GAPS coach and owner of Homesteading Heartland. Hey everybody, I'm super excited right now. As many of you know, I have started the GAPS diet to heal my chronic candida overgrowth, my dysbiosis of the gut and my dermatitis. And there has been one person in particular who has unintentionally inspired me to start GAPS and given me so much valuable support along the way. Honestly, I don't know if I 
could have even gotten this far. And I'm only like two weeks into the diet. I don't even know if I could have gotten this far without this person. And we're going to get into what the GAPS diet is. And we're going to talk basically much of the episode about it amongst a few other topics. But this person that has helped me so much already and been so inspiring to me is Madeline Ogden. Madeline is a future GAPS coach and owner of Homesteading Heartland, which is a blog and tallow skincare shop. And Madeline is here with me today to talk about how she reversed, I'm going to say that again, reversed fibromyalgia and severe IBS through the GAPS program and animal-based eating. And she's going to talk about perhaps some other practices that she's been doing uh, if we have enough time. But Madeline has just the capability of holding so much authentic space as, as she supports me on this journey. It's crazy, the amount of space. And I kind of just reached out to her. I saw her Instagram and per usual, I can tell right away if someone is authentic in my eyes. And I messaged her right away. I was like, man, I love what you're doing. Your cooking's amazing. And she was just able to like ask me questions and provide me with awesome information. And she just has this energy about her that's super positive and you can't fake positivity. I think most of us, at least who have dabbled in the spiritual world, know that you can't, can't fake this stuff. And I just find her really uh, super genuine and uh, an awesome light in this world. Very grateful for her. So Madeline Ogden, future GAPS coach and owner of Homesteading Heartland, welcome to Root Awakening Health Podcast. Hello, it's so nice to be here and I feel honored and thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, I like it really. It's an honor to be here. Um, haven't been on a podcast before, so this is pretty cool. Um, it was super, super crazy that we found each other online. I swear, like in the past, I don't know, since I got my Instagram just in the past like six months with getting everything up online on social media, like I have met just the best people and you are one of them. And I'm just so happy that we were able to find each other. And it's so crazy that you too are now going through the GAPS program as well, which I love that. I love that so much. And I think you're going to experience like so, so much deep healing and like some of these issues that you, you know, you say you've been dealing with for so long and you can't find relief from like, oh, it's going to actually get to the root cause and like the root stem issue of all of these issues and illnesses combined. And that's like the most crazy part about GAPS as a whole, as the whole program, like it really, really does. It's the root cause, like our gut, the gut dysbiosis, um, the holes within our gut lining, like it's a cause of so many different illnesses and ailments out there. And it, it's mind blowing. Like it stems from skin issues like dermatitis all the way to candida issues along to mental illnesses like autism, schizophrenia, depression, like to chronic illness, chronic pain. Like it's so crazy. And it's all so intertwined. Like it's mind blowing and I love it. And I'm so thankful to be here. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Amazing intro already. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I, first of all, thank you so much for all of your words. And, and I'm so grateful to have met you too. And yeah, awesome bridge into the next question that I was going to kind of bring to the table, which is what is the GAPS diet, which many people uh, will ask. And I will talk about it in my very limited knowledge about what it is. And then perhaps Madeline, you can talk about it with your knowledge that you have and correct me if I am wrong at all. Cause I think my view of it is still very 
uh, consumer oriented. Like I just saw it and I was like, okay, this is it. I'm not even all the way through the book yet. So I'll talk about it first and then, and then you can, uh, correct me or, uh, talk about it from your knowledge. So to my knowledge so far, the gaps diet is the gut and psychology syndrome diet. So there is a doctor named Nat, is it, um, Natalie Campbell or Natasha Natasha. Campbell? Yeah. Yeah. Natasha Natasha Campbell. Uh, yeah, she she had an autistic child and based so I'm skipping over a lot here but my understanding of it is that she realized that this child's autistic condition stemmed so much from what was happening in the gut. So she realized that a lot of people in including her child had leaky gut syndrome where where things seep out of the gut like basically the contents of our gut seeps out and it gets into our blood and and it causes this uh, nervous reaction, a nervous system reaction or lymph reaction and all of these autoimmune disorders that we're now having that, by the way, a lot of much more primitive cultures and traditional cultures that are in existence right now do not have. This is researched. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, tr- tribes, native tribes do not have auto- autoimmunity. They might have um, other types of sicknesses, but they don't have autoimmune disease. We know that. So, uh, but we experience that so much and um, like skin issues can be autoimmune and all of the, all of the, gut issues that we're having right now anyway. So Dr. Natasha Campbell realized that uh, autism was also something that had to do with the gut. And we still don't really believe that overall in society, but she realized that once she healed uh, her child's gut, then the um, autism symptoms kind of went away. And the word reversed is used a lot, like literally reversing autism, which is insane. I didn't even know that was possible. And then once I picked picked up the book, I realized that, oh my gosh, schizophrenia, like, like people get diagnosed for that for life. Like you're on meds for the rest of your life. You can reverse that. It's just crazy. So basically as far as the gaps diet go goes, it's a process of eating where the whole goal is to seal the gut lining. And once you seal the gut lining, then like the symptoms can start going away. So that the the base of this diet starts with meat stock, which is different than bone broth. And we'll get into that, but um, meat stock, uh, like a boiled meat uh, or simmered meat, and it will like heal the gut lining. And so what I really liked about the diet and why I started it besides for just being inspired by your story, Madeline, I really liked that it was very structured and also it was restrictive, which is, I had to really think about that because I had an eating disorder way back in the day. But what, what I liked about this was the overall goal is to eat very, um, a very diverse diet, actually, in the end, it's not like I had a kind of a choice in front of me, I was thinking, okay, either I'm going to try the raw meat diet, or I'm going to try the gaps diet, like something extreme, but I chose gaps, because in the end, I, I don't have to just eat raw meat only for the rest of my fucking life, I can eat like, diverse, yeah, all different kinds of stuff. So, So I started out with meat stock and then I add like, then you, then you add some pro like probiotic foods, homemade probiotic foods, homemade sauerkraut juice. Uh, you add, 
uh, like kefir and yogurt and stuff like that when you're ready. And the whole idea is to keep building one by one by one or few foods by few foods. And I really like that because it's so structured. Now I'm going to stop talking and Madeline, you tell me about what your understanding of the gaps is and, and how accurate that sounded to you. No, that was a really great description. There were, there's probably like just two things that I would tweak slightly. Um, one being that it is restrictive, I guess, in the sense of it being an elimination diet in the beginning, especially going through intro. But I love how you brought up like the raw meat or this because GAPS is work, get, the whole preface of the whole program and healing gut dysbiosis and healing our gut is to actually get to a place of healing and normalcy again, to go back to an 80-20 diet of Weston A. Price traditional nourishing traditions living where, you know, you can have that other 20% to be lenient or, you know, go out with your family. You know what I mean? Like, this is the whole goal. And there's actually been a lot of controversy, I feel like, in the topic of, oh, do you restrict for life or do you actually heal through your problem? And I just think it's so funny how some people want to argue against healing against the fact that healing can take place and that you don't have to restrict from certain things for the entirety of your life to feel okay or to be healthy or to live a healthy life and I everyone's diet looks different like there's people who follow no plant gaps for like the rest of their life just because they think that they feel the best and that is their decision I on the other hand I have actually felt like better than I've ever felt reintroducing nuts with my gut being healed properly prepared you see what I mean so everyone is different so that's why I respect anyone who does choose to very maybe eat a restrictive diet more like extreme ancestors you know but in a modern time where we live in these days I love that gaps brings us back to a place of normalcy where our gut can be healed and work normal function normally produce enough bile in our liver and gallbladder to you know, then not have any constipation or have to deal with any sort of GI symptoms. And it's just crazy because GAPS actually does that. And I know that they're, and I'm not, that's why I'm not, I'm not gonna say other programs don't heal. I know that people have seen like an improvement in their symptoms, but the one thing that I love to talk about is if you're on a program and it never gets you to a place of being able to eat those foods again on a normal moderation basis, it's like, it just, it would make me sit and say, am I actually getting to the root cause? You know, am I actually getting to the deepest layers of those healing? And a good example of this is like just five months ago, I had, I accidentally introduced nuts on introduction. I did, I didn't mean to, and I actually, I, I didn't realize I shouldn't have. I was, you know how some of the books kind of have wonky information because they need to be yeah. updated. We'll talk yeah. about that too. Yes, we will talk about that. I accidentally introduced nuts too early and I got severely sick. Like I was vomiting for a couple of days, a lot of GI symptoms. And that's a normal reaction when your gut's not ready for these specific things, especially like prepared nuts. But guess what? I can eat them fine now. Like, mm. and I think that's like what I'm trying to, I guess, paint the picture of, especially in regards to healing the deepest, deepest layers and like raw eating raw meat is fine. I actually, I eat raw beef liver often. I feel amazing, especially when I, I do like the pills and stuff. It's a little easier than chewing on it, but, um, mm. but it, it's just to me in our modern day that we live in, we don't need to be restricting for our entirety of life, especially when we don't have to. And don't get me wrong, the circumstances, everyone's life is different. But 
if you have the opportunity to get to normalcy, I think it's just so great to have that option at your hand. And I think that's what GAPS is awesome and great for. So it is, in a sense, restrictive that it could be an elimination diet in the first portion of it because you're removing foods that you're used to eating all the time, processed foods, boxed foods, things from the store, things with additives and fillers. Um, but once you actually, it's crazy because once you get deep into like the program, you're realizing like I'm eating better than I've ever ate in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I've never had this high quality of food and I'm doing it for myself. Like that's how much respect I'm giving to my body and myself and my life and my family. Cause I know some people even do this for their whole families. And I think that's beautiful and amazing too, because it really is, it's a big change and it's a mental shift, which is why we think restriction at first. But once you get into it, you're like, wow, like I literally like the whole list that I can have is so, so big. I'm just not eating things that can make me sick and that are fake and that contain chemicals. And, you know, so yeah, I, I just love prefacing that about the program. Cause I see a lot of people getting mixed up with that. Cause they're like, oh, it's a like, oh, it's lifelong, you know, like keto or current, you know what I mean? Like these certain different like fad type diets where I feel like when they go on them, they're like, oh, I'm doing this for the rest of my life and I'm going to never eat this food again. Okay. I'm going to never, you know what I mean? And that's where I think it's so different. Gaps is so different and special in that way because it gets to the root cause. It gets to the root ailment and issue and which is the gut, which is gut dysbiosis. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's gaps. And there is another like acronym too. So it's, you were perfectly right. Gap gut and physiology syndrome, and then gut and psychology syndrome. So there are two, um, the physiology of course is more the, um, autoimmune, um, you know, chronic pain, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, such things. Um, and then of course, like you said, the mental aspect is the other one. Um, yeah, you described that beautifully. Um, and yeah, it, like I had previously stated, it's, it's a building block program, which is, I love, I love looking at it that way too, instead of like, and of course you are, you're removing it first, because like I said, you're removing those bad foods. But if you think about like, if you would were to visually visualize like the program, you're like starting from a basis and you're really building, it's building blocks. And that's why it truly is just like a journey upwards because you're starting from the small amount to get your gut at a baseline of, okay, we're starting from this, we're, this journey is starting, okay, we're, you know, we got the stock going, we have the meat, we have the veggies, we have, you know, no brine yet, but see, and then you go to the second stage, and then you add that brine, you can, you know, then add in the cultured cream kefir and all, like, it's these little slow building blocks that I love about the program, and I love that you mentioned structure, because, I think some people can see that as intimidating, but I like that you saw that as almost comforting and I saw it the same way. Um, and my advice to anyone who sees it as that intimidating is it's this way because it works to heal and seal the gut specifically. And that's like the best way I can put it in comparison to like other fad diets that have you restrict for life. This is so like specific as like you have, you can add this in when you're ready. And then this, when you're bought, you know, when you eat it and you feel fine, add that in. It's like that because we're not restricting, like we're trying to eat the foods again, you know? So I know that's, I just love, I wanted to say that because I feel like a lot of people find confusion in the program and that, oh, am I supposed to be on it forever? But actually, no, like that's the beauty of the, like the whole program is it's going to heal and seal the root problem. And then you can go back to normalcy. It's pretty cool.
Yeah, so cool. I love that distinction. It, it's super important. And yeah, the whole the whole psychology of the diet culture is crazy. We talk about it all the time on here. So I think it sounds like you also you know about it. We kind of agree there. But in general, yeah, I remember saying to one of my past partners, I was so I had these symptoms of candida and my skin. Basically, my two main things are I get vaginal yeast infections. That's how I know I have high candida. I've got my gut tested. And then I've had like high, a little bit high versions, a, a little bit high numbers, I should say, of parasites, but nothing like insane. Um, and then I've had like dermatitis around my eyes. So those two symptoms of what I've had. And I've had like uh, brain fog too. So like they're kind of just like I can see that that something is off and I've had antibiotic use in the past and all that, and like some constipation and all that, but it's not, I was never like doubling over sick, but it was just this constant gnawing feeling of like, Oh, something isn't right. Something isn't right. It's just this consistent feeling. So I did what so many other people do, which, and I'm going to tie this back into what you're saying, Madeline, I tried to take out this food and then, okay, I guess that's not working. I wouldn't even set an amount of time to it. I'd be like, okay, this isn't working. Try to take out this food. And then I tried to just eat meat for a while. And I was like, so constipated and my, my, uh, periods were horrible. And then I tried keto and I was like having all these cravings. Then I ended up eating more processed food, which it looks different for everybody, but that was my case. And then I tried whatever I tried all of these different types of diets. I was vegetarian when I got sick. So that wasn't working very well for me. <laughs> and, uh, I remember telling my past partner, I just want to eat the good, even the good food would be great. Like I want to go to the farmer's market and get like some sourdough bread or go to the farmer's market and get like some fermented food or some raw dairy and actually be able to digest that. Like I got to the point where I couldn't digest any of that. I had cut out fermented food. I had cut out uh, like dairy. I was, I could do hard cheese, but like cut out so many different things because, and I just wanted even, I didn't even want to eat fast food. I just wanted to eat like nice, good food. Yeah that I felt like I couldn't even do that. And I think so many people are feeling that way. They don't know what can I eat? What can't I eat? And they try to like kind of restrict, but then go back into like the typical ways of eating because they're used to it. And I think that structure it is, it could totally be intimidating to, I'm sure it is to a lot of people, but at the same time, if you feel like you've been trying things just in your own way, randomly for years, like I have, this was such a great, this is such a great structure for me to go off of, because I don't feel like I'm just randomly shooting in the dark. I feel like, okay, I have a plan and it's restrictive at first, but like you said, the goal is to get you to the place where you have the option to like, if you're traveling, you can, you can eat something that somebody else made eventually. That's the goal. So yeah, I think that's so important. Okay. So the gaps diet, I think I think it would make a lot of sense for you to just start telling us about your story, Madeline. And I think it'll become more clear what the GAPS diet is and however you want to pepper that in. And then anything we miss in the story, we can always just come back to. Yeah. Um, like my story is in like how I found it and like why I did it. You mean, right? Yeah. That. And then how it was for you. Like, I think Madeline's story is so <laughs> awesome and I still don't know that much about it, but yeah, like, like what you were experiencing from cool. the start and then kind of how you got into it and then how you, how you did it. Cool. Um, well, first off, um, a lot of my symptoms started at a younger age. It was like my senior year of high school. And I started noticing a lot of weird things. Um, 
like it's crazy. I wrote them out the other day because I did another interview with another Gaps coach like a while back and I like had them written out and it was crazy. Like it was just the long, like all these different symptoms that I had used to deal with like on a daily basis, it blows my mind. But the ones that it originally started with like my senior year of high school, a lot was the pain started creeping in. And then um, I actually like, it was so weird. I would faint. I I not, yeah, I, I got close to fainting a couple of times very lightheaded and dizzy, a lot of that. Um, and yeah, and so of course I did the typical route. And of course it's what any mother would do, you know, take their child to the doctor. Um, so I saw a lot of different doctors and no one did anything ever, mm-hmm. like ever. No, it was just like a mystery case all the time for every single person who saw me, like, don't know what's wrong with you. Like every test that you take is fine. It comes back fine. Like literally I, oh gosh, I, I've probably had every single test you can think of done at a medical facility in regards to every specialty, every, every type of anything. And yeah, it's pricked and prodded many, many, many years of that. Um, and so I only was doing like the stuff like in my hometown and with like those doctors for a while. And then I moved out to Illinois and I went to beauty school out here for a while. Um, and when I was going through that, um, everything got so much worse. Like it, and it, it was probably, you know, the stress from school, the stress from, you know, you just being in a new city. I was from a small town mm. and I moved to Chicago, Illinois at the time. That's where I like did my schooling. And that was like throwing like a small town gal into a big city. I had no, oh gosh, it was so scary to me. Um, so yeah, it was just a big change. And yeah, I just significantly noticed such a decrease in everything. Like my, like everything just got worse. Like my pain was getting terrible. And the more and more, like towards the end of my schooling, like it was getting so bad, like, you know, hairdressing, you have to like, you know, have tension in your fingers. Like I couldn't do that. Like it hurt. My hands were hurting so bad, like to just like hold hair. It would just hurt like so bad to cut hair. It hurt to do anything in regards to like my schooling. It just was like standing like hurt. I was like looking for any point to sit down. And I do have to preface, like I was eating horrible at the time. I was not treating my body properly. I was not getting adequate sleep. I was not, I didn't know how to take care of myself properly. If I'm being completely honest, like I did, I just didn't, especially at that young of an age and then being thrown into such like a heavy workload. Like I just didn't, like, I just did not know how to take care of myself. So it's just great. Everything just got worse and worse. Um, and then I thank God for me meeting my boyfriend, Ryan, um, because it wasn't until I met him that I started seeing like more doctors again. Like I didn't really see doctors for like years from like, I was like in senior year. And then I like went and did my schooling and then I started seeing doctors again. And oh my gosh, of course, nothing again, literally, of course, the typical stories, like they literally absolutely nothing. And it's funny is like, no one ever once talked about diet or nutrition, you know, no one ever once talked about the gut or getting to a root cause or anything. And, um, to make long story short of like where I ended up with my diagnoses, like years of literally years went by of me, like not getting any answers from doctors. They even put me on medication, like pain, so many different medications. Mm. And I didn't even have a diagnosis. Mm. And I just think that that's so funny how they're allowed to do that to you. And I actually ended up, I'd never, I didn't actually start out with stomach issues. I actually acquired the, the severe, severe stomach issues through all of my use of, you know, antibiotics and the drugs that they gave me over the course yep. of the years. Yeah. And so I like basically added on like a whole nother illness through going through big pharma essentially. 
Um, and I ended up 2019, I, um, right, was it 2019? I think, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. 2019, I, I was, I was like 19 or almost 20 at the time. Yeah, I went to Mayo Clinic in Arizona with my boyfriend, Ryan, and um, they gave me a diagnosis, these diagnoses of fibromyalgia and severe IBS. And I did every single test in the world, literally everything. And they basically were like, I don't know, it's just fibro. And it's that just made me so frustrated because it's like, so you did everything and you just can't figure it out. So you're just going to put me in a box, you know, like the box that you do to all the other people that are probably with the same diagnosis as me, you know, and gosh, that was terrible. And then the worst of the worst was they looked me in the eye and at 19 told me the quality of my life would just get worse because people with fibromyalgia, their quality of life usually does. It just, mm. you know, especially, especially when you don't know how to, you know, heal it and treat it and stuff like and yeah, they literally told me that. And then they told me that all I could do is cope and medicate. And that, lit, yeah, yeah, that lit a fire in me. And I thank God that that lit the right fire, that that didn't like set me off the edge to be like depressed and sad and be like, oh, wow, I really can't get better. Instead, I thank God that it was like the opposite. And I was like, I am not destined to be like, like, this is not my life. Like, what the heck has happened? Like, I feel like my whole teenage years are gone. You know, it was just crazy. Like all of these years, like flashed before my eyes from being so sick and then like not even being able to enjoy like living my life basically at this point. And so, yeah, I like came home from that and it was a good, almost a year of just figuring it out, doing random stuff, nothing working, nothing, literally nothing working. Um, and then I stumbled upon the GAPS program on YouTube for no reason, literally no reason. I never used to watch like health stuff or like any, like if you were to meet the Madeline from like three years ago, you'd be like, that's not the same person because it's not. Um, um, but yeah, I found the GAPS program. And literally when I say my life changed forever, like my life has changed forever for the complete good, betterment of my life. Like I don't, I can't even... I'll get emotional because I'm not going to go there. But yeah, like I'll like literally get emotional thinking about like how it could have been if I didn't find gaps and find actual healing, like an actual way to resolve the issues and pain that I had dealt with because it got so bad. Like I like my boyfriend could barely hug me. It would it hurt to do this. Like I would cry like my whole body was just inflamed and hurt like I my daily life would basically be like waking up, going to the couch, going to the bathroom and going back. Like I barely could take care of myself. I didn't know how to cook and I didn't really cook, which was terrible. Like I ate out a lot. It was terrible. Um, this was all pre-gaps. <laughs> um, um, so yeah. And I found the program and I just threw myself in, like knowing all that, how I've been feeling all this, you know, all these different sensations, my body's constantly getting me basically feeling debilitated at that point. Cause I really did. Like I felt bedridden for a good while. Like it just felt like I did nothing other than like breathe, consume because I couldn't, I didn't have the energy for anything else. So what did I do? I sat on the couch and scrolled or watched videos to make me feel better. Or yeah, I even started playing video games for a while. And I'm not a video game person, but I did. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah, I literally did. I started playing video games for a while. And that was like when I was really sick and just didn't do anything for like days on end. And I know there's like other people out there like who suffered, like suffer with fibro, have like diagnoses of like chronic fatigue. Like I know they know exactly what that feels like too. Cause like, and I know you do too. Like even with brain fog, like you, it makes you just sit there and you're just like, uh, like, you know, like it's, it's like 
crickets, like literally crickets can be yeah. like some days I felt like I couldn't even talk to people. Yeah. So that's kind of just a preface of my story and how bad, cause I often, when you're on the other side, sometimes I, and I, I wasn't on the internet during my really initial intro. It was too hard. I actually like, like I said, three years ago, me is like completely different from me now. I deleted everything like so long ago. And I was just, it was like all personal stuff. It wasn't like homes, like what I have created now. And it was like too hard for me. I didn't want to be online when I like did anything, but I got such an urge to come online once, you know, I have established such great health and I'm feeling a lot more stable in my body and in this journey. And, but yeah, so that's like where I'm at now and how I've gotten here. So yeah, that's pretty cool. But the program has literally changed my life. Um, introduction. I started on the introduction. I guess I could start with that if you would like that. Um, I started on the introduction program. Um, it was not easy. I, I don't sugarcoat things. I, there's a lot, a lot of people out there who maybe prefer that. I know it. I know it might sound good to hear all the happy things, but I, I just, and it's not a bad thing about gaps. Like it, it just takes determination, motivation, and literally like self-reliance, like on yourself. Like you have to be accountable to your daily actions and these new integrations through the program, like every single day. And that's why I always started off with, it can be hard. It can't like the whole program itself. Like it can be hard, especially when you're reading the book, going through all those first chapters and you're like, Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> like, this is like a whole new world. Like this is insane. I, th I thought that I didn't know that was bad. I didn't know that was bad, you know, and you're getting kind of like different it's like you're getting punched in like the face like well like all these different things like that's bad for you that's bad for you and and it's not I I love to say it too because it's not a bad thing like we all were grown up in this modern society that we live in to have conveniences at hand to have these things at hand these processed foods these different toxins in our home different cleaning products different self-care products lotions you know all these things that have like lurking little chemical ingredients that could be the main source of your symptom or your complete illness that created your leaky gut and created the gut dysbiosis. And I just think it's so cool. And so the intro program itself will basically, it's the building blocks to get you to a place of healing and sealing the gut, which I think is cool. But I like to preface that it, it can be hard for people because we've, as we said in the beginning, it how'd you state it? It's, it can, how did you state it? Yeah. Like structured. Yeah. Structured. There we go. Brain fog. <laughs> yeah. Structured. Um, and I, like I said, yeah, but I think that's actually the pro of it. Like you said, cause it actually holds you accountable and it holds you accountable to those daily actions. Um, but I struggled a lot with so many different symptoms going through. And I know that you have struggled so much too with die off and a lot of different things. And I think it's so key and important when you're going through the program to understand why those things take place, which is why I always recommend people to like read the book first or do that because it really puts you in a better mindset of knowing why you're doing the things you're doing and then why the reactions take place or why, why the die off takes place. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, if it doesn't work in a week, I'm just going to quit. Or if like, oh, I get a reaction, I'm not doing that. Cause that means something it's bad, you know? But yeah, is there anything, I didn't know if you wanted to say anything. 
Oh, it's an amazing place to stop actually, Madeline, because that just makes me think, uh, let's talk about die-off because most people, I would say most people don't know that this is a thing. Like my mom works at the hospital and she didn't know that this was a thing. So I let's, I I like this vibe that we have going where I talk about what I think I know (laughs) about these terms. You can tell me me what your thoughts are because you have a much more experienced and research view because these terms are new to me as well. Actually, I know about die-off, but, uh, it, uh, I've known about it for a while, but I never really knew what it could look like. So folks, my, my, my outlook on die-off is that there are pathogens in the gut. So there's like good bacteria and quote unquote bad bacteria, but the, the line is blurred because like, for example, I have candida, I have yeast, uh, overgrowth, right. But we all have candida. We all have candida yeast, same thing. We all have funguses in our bodies, even like H. pylori can protect us. That's a really common known parasite that can protect us from, uh, phenomenons that we don't want to happen inside of our bodies. The issue isn't the candida or the yeast or the H. pylori. The issue is when the numbers get really high of these organisms and they start to multiply in a bad way because of dysbiosis of the gut or because of like a lack of good bacteria in the gut, for example. So when you have these issues, when you have these imbalances in the body, too much of the wrong thing has multiplied. That's kind of how I like to think about it. Like there's, there, there are, the numbers are off. Okay. So when the numbers are off and you have these imbalanced numbers, when you start eating foods that are actually healing for your body or doing things that are actually healing from your body, those numbers start to balance out. But the, the phenomenons that are happening that are caused by certain microorganisms that have gotten out of control number wise, those microorganisms are holding a lot of toxins inside of them. And those are the same toxins that are keeping you sick. When those organisms die and the numbers start to balance out, they release a lot of those toxins at once into your body. And that's when you get all the bad feelings, even though you're actually healing, you just have to like get the toxins out. A lot has died. You got to get it out. So, um, that's the way I look at die off. So, uh, die off symptoms, like for example, I have dermatitis and I think that's linked to my candida overgrowth. And, um, when I, I noticed I would eat ferments. This is why I stopped eating ferments because I would eat them and I would get, my dermatitis would get worse. And I'd be like, okay, I guess they're too intense for me. I can't eat ferments, but really I'm pretty sure at this point it was die-off. So like all the, the numbers, my body were balancing out and the microorganisms, organisms that were dying, were releasing more toxins into my system. So that makes this process very confusing when you start out because you're like, okay, should I stop this or not? Even after knowing all of this information, like I knew what about Weston A. Price probably two years ago at this point. And I just like dabbled, stopped, dabbled, stopped. I said, fuck this. And a lot of it was because I think I was getting die off and I thought, okay, this isn't working. My body doesn't like this. I feel like that happens a lot to people. Yes. Even after knowing all of that, this week, the the past week, which was my first week of gaps, I'm like a week and a half in now. My, my first week of gaps, I really had to have a couple of conversations with myself. Like, is this working? It, it doesn't seem like it's working, even though I knew all of that. So I'm going to stop again. Madeline, um, she has a really great way of, of describing like 
candida and the, the numbers and the bad good. So what's your take on die off and um, how yeah. you correct what I said? No, I think you described that great. Um, there's just some things that I'll add too. Um, so yeah, like candida basically can never not exist inside us. Like you said, like there's things in us that protect us and that's actually one of them. And when I found that out, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Cause I had previously like, along with like the chronic pain and like stomach stuff, I had like really, really bad dandruff and just super itchy scalp all the time. Terrible. A lot of like skin irritation from like shaving, just like really, really irritated inflammation. Um, and so candida, like, um, like you have said, it exists in us because it's protecting and it exists actually the like the numbers of candida will rise when heavy metals are really, really prevalent in our body, which is so interesting and very intriguing if you can think about and like dive deep into that because Think about when all these symptoms arise, you know, like, let's say, you know, you get the, the itchy scalp dermatitis or when you eat things that could be a sign that your gut is basically leaking these things into your bloodstream, such as heavy metals, such as, you know, from a lot of different things, from vaccines, from, um, all, you know, antibiotics, a lot of different medications. There's a lot of things out there in the world, processed foods that leach these heavy metals and a lot of like skincare products to do that, um, leach heavy metals into our bodies. And when those levels rise, candida will rise equally to match it. And it's doing so to protect us, which is actually why, um, I'd have to look into it to find specifically the story, but I've heard a couple stories where people try to remove candida and they get so sick. And that's because when you remove that beneficial, like when you like really try to cleanse like every bit of it from you, it really, you will, you'll, you'll feel worse because it's allowing those toxic metals to take over and do what they like wreak havoc basically even more than what they are doing. And so when that candida's risen, it's yes, it's annoying and frustrating because you know, we're experiencing symptoms and we're experiencing all these sensations. We're like, what the heck? I want this to stop. But we got to kind of look at it at a little, like one deeper level or like a bird's eye view of like, wait, that's protecting me like that. The actual thing that then I should tackle is those heavy metals. And then when it comes to die off in relation to candida, it's very similar. Like, like, like in regards to eating something and getting a reaction, like your dermatitis, you're like, oh, I feel like the candida is coming. And you're actually, it's, you're very so, so accurate the way you describe that. And it's because our body's literally dumping all those metals. And so it's, then you're going to get a rise in that candida and a rise in those symptoms because it's like, Oh wait, you're, you're, you just did something really good for me. I'm going to expel all this. I'm going to expel all of this. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to push it all away and get it out. You know, whether it be, you know, sweating, pooping, peeing, all, all the different ways we expel through our lymph nodes and movement and all the different things. Um, but yeah, like, it's so amazing how candida and die off. I do feel like they're so one in the same. And once you can understand the correlation, it makes dealing with those candida symptoms. I feel like a bit easier. Yes. And I feel like that's how I feel about the gaps program itself too. Cause when you can understand the basis of what you're actually doing, what's actually, I always say this, what's taking place on a molecular level inside you. I, I love to say that. Cause it's really true. These, we don't see it. We don't see any of it taking place. This is all inside of us on a very, very small, very molecular level. And once we can understand it a little more and more of like, and it doesn't, you know, you don't have to know the fancy words or all the crazy different things out, you know, all the scientific 
but just knowing the broad, very simpleness, you know, simplicityness of that, of that heavy metals equal candida. And there's no, they're going to correlate no matter what. So if you regulate those heavy metals, the candida, you're never going to have problems. And I think that's really cool. Um, and then I did want to say to dive a little bit into die off too. I love correlating die off with histamine, um, like histamine intolerance and histamine reactions. Um, they're actually really similar. And I know Dr. Campbell McBride talks about this a couple times too in the book where like there's correlation between the two, like die off and histamine. Um, but like, like why we can't have broth on intro or, or until full gaps basically. And that's because the histamines, there's too much um, good. There's literally so much healing properties, the histamines within the broth that if we were to eat that, oh my gosh, it would wreck us because it's, it would create such a, it's so funny because I feel like die-off and histamine are so similar because it's the same aspect of it's literally creating such a reaction from being such a healing food. Um, so I think that people see it often when they're introducing probiotics like kraut juice or beet kvass. I love the beet kvass. I would love to have some more details on that piece because we can't have broth as we introduce the GAPS diet, but we can have stock. So great let's segue. talk about the difference between those two. Great segue. Great, great. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's really confusing to people actually at the beginning. I remember being, I didn't even drink broth like prior. I didn't really cook much. So I was just like, I don't even know what this is. There's stock and broth. Like I didn't even know. I thought those were the same thing. <laughs> like I had no clue. Um, so yeah, meat stock is for GAPS introduction program. That's what you have to drink three times a day. If you could do it more, do it more because it'll definitely heal you faster. But at least three times a day um, all throughout the introduction program. And then when you're on full gaps, you should be drinking your stock all throughout the week. And you also can have broth at that time. But on the introduction, you want that meat stock because it has not been cooked as long as broth. So that's like the biggest difference between stock and broth, which is broth is cooked for 12 to 48 hours and meat stock, on the other hand, is only cooked depending on what you, that's the only difference is depending on what you're using. So for chicken, up to two hours, for beef, lamb, pork, you know, thicker cuts usually, um, I'm pretty sure up to three hours, like up to. So you're, you're kind of keeping it at a lower uh, cooking point, based simmering point time-wise in comparison to broth, because with broth, when you let it cook for that long, you're allowing the histamines and all those different, um, basically the guys that cause reaction, the good guys that are super, super healing on us, and these amino acids, they're good for us, but they're so strong. They're so strong from being cooked and simmered for that a length of time. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's a lot. There's so much more deeper scientific words. One, I don't have them memorized yet. And two, they're all in the gas book too. If you want to know more of like the deep words on that aspect when it comes to broth and stock. But yeah, and then for stock, another thing I think that people get confused about when in regards to stock and broth, other than the time limit, which is very short for stock and very long for broth is what is in it. So with stock, you always want to have meaty bones, never just bone. Cause a lot of people, when they say broth, I often hear bone broth. Like they're just putting plain bones with no meat and then throwing it and put water in it. And then that's, it, that's it. And 
You can, but that's not what we're looking for on the GAPS intro. We want the gelatinous qualities. We want that meaty bone from, you know, that beef meaty bone or chicken feet, a whole chicken, like a whole chicken with all the meat on it, chicken wings, chicken legs, chick, you know, a very meat that's very close to the bone is perfect for broth because you're helping to accumulate all sorts of different yummy nutrients for your stomach, like gelatin, um, glutamine. Um, I might say that wrong. Um, there's a couple other ones that aren't coming to my mind, but there's such as, oh, collagen. Yes. Collagen and, mm. um, gelatin are like the two like key ones too, that you can acquire. Um, and with your stock, of course, like, you know, that you get such high quality when it gels and it's like nice and thick. Um, but that's the difference in my opinion, because you can get so much different nutrients out of using meaty bones. And then in a sense for gut healing too, like you're going to get all of the proper like amino acids and nutrients and vitamins that you need to actually heal and seal that gut without having all those histamines that are going to be, Ooh, it's going to cause reactions. And a lot of people, I often hear people say, um, Oh, um, is it being stock? Like, is that going to be, um, does that not heal me because it's not broth, you know, cause people are like, it's not as strong, like, Oh, so it's low in histamines, which means it's not. And that's not the case. Like, and this is actually kind of, Oh, see, I remember what I was going to say. It is actually kind of said, yes, you, you knew it to <laughs> die off. So like, if just because something is like really strong in like the histamines, like it doesn't make it better for you or worse. And like, if something's low, like let's say like meat stock, like it doesn't make it not as healing for you just because it's lower in histamines. Like you're still going to heal just as much as you would. Like you're going to heal more with the meat stock because you're not focusing and getting those reactions from the histamines. You know what I mean? So taking it slow, like literally the saying, the slow and steady wins the race is like the most accurate thing and for gaps, because it is instead of drinking and eating something that's gonna cause you reactions every single day, you're gonna take a step back, choose the other option, which is stock for the time being, drink that every day. It's gonna have the same preface, the same like root system of nutrients for our gut to heal, but it's just not going to cause reaction. And I think that's the coolest part about the difference is because one you may react to and one you won't. And it doesn't mean one's more healing than the other. It just means one is more suited for when you're very sick, in my opinion. Like, like I think meat stock, like when you're sick, going through symptoms in the thick of it all, that's what's, it's a lot more fitted for that, especially in regards to die off, because you don't want like meat stock can even cause die off, which is why we only do meat stock and, you know, we go slow, but like, if you were to like, that's why we don't start on broth because it is so healing, but it's funny because it's so similar to like our conversation about die off and histamines because we, oh, and, um, we can't, we can't remove these things, you know, like we need the stock to heal. We need the stock to heal our gut. That's like the baseline of the program. So instead, and we need the kraut to heal, you know, we need these different things that we're going to add in slowly. So instead of never eating them again, because, oh, we get this die off, we get this reaction. What we do is we control it. We manage these symptoms by going slower and slower in even, let's say you started with a teaspoon of kraut juice. You got to lower that to a fourth teaspoon. If that's still too strong, lower it to an eighth teaspoon. And it honestly, it's so, it's very similar in that sense of the die off meat stock and broth. And that would be how it goes on full gaps. Like if you were on full gaps and you are trying to introduce broth back in, you would do the same thing. Start very slow because those histamines, they're there and you just want to control the die off, control the reaction. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I learned a lot in that. Okay.
So for those who don't know, there is, we didn't really hit that yet, that there is an introduction stage. We've said the introduction a couple of times, so you've heard that. There's an introduction stage that contains six stages. Is that right, Madeline? Yes. Six introduction stages, and then there's full gaps. So what does that mean? So there's six introduction stages that, like I said before, starts with the meat stock, and then you can slowly add, and then you can do cooked vegetables too in the, in the first meat. introduction. Yes. Yeah, and meat. Yeah, and meat. And meat. Okay, so you can do the boiled meat. You can do. It's important to do the joint tissue because uh, Dr. Natasha says right that the joint tissue is like the same kind of uh, substance that's in our gut. So it's like connective tissue, right? So our gut has connective tissue. So we, we literally we eat animals' connective tissue to help our connective tissue, right? One hundred percent. Okay. All and right. it's not. And it's along with that too. You're hit. It was perfect. And it's along with that too there's no fiber. There's like very minimal fiber in those, like really like, you know, close to the bone meats, which is also like key for the intro. Cause we're trying to avoid unnecessary fiber because the fiber tends to be hard to digest and irritates the guts. Yes. Yes. Okay. So fiber. Well, so in a sense of like, you know, how we have gut dysbiosis and there's those holes within the gut lining, the fiber will, that's one of those things that will usually like seep through and can cause reaction. And, and it's actually, I feel like fiber is one of those things. A lot of people don't think about too. And a lot of people think they need it to yep. get better or especially on the GI symptom thing, especially when you talk about constipation, people like freak out when you tell them you might need to remove it actually, or like slowly work your way up. Cause like, I remember I talked to you, like for anyone out there who's looking for the program, you actually should start on full gaps program. If you're dealing with severe constipation. And then if you're dealing with like more diarrhea or not so much GI intros, perfect. I did an oopsie and I accidentally, I did the, I didn't know that when I started, I just started on the intro, not knowing that I still got great results, but yeah, that actually is what Dr. Campbell McBride says too. So it's very, it's amazing how our bodies work, even if we do remove fiber and like, it's still like, it's crazy how it still functions, you know, but there's so many people who are like, no, like my body doesn't work like at all, you know? Yeah. Oh my, okay. You're blowing my mind right now. I did not know this information or you might've mentioned it. You might've mentioned yeah. oh, it. I don't know. If I, did. I don't know. I am. So I, I was talking to Madeline because I'm dealing with constipation right now. That's like the one thing, actually, my skin's even getting better. I thought I was getting die off and now it's like looking good and it'll probably yo-yo a little bit, but like that's happening. I'm feeling clear headed. Um, so it's, things are going well, but I'm constipated. And I was like asking her, like, how do I do this without fiber? Cause I've been like, I've been I've grown up to know you need your protein and you need your fiber. And every time I remove fiber, I like nothing happens in my digestion. And so actually I should be starting on full gaps. Well, no. Okay. Well then I have a couple, I'll have to ask you some extra questions. So did you, did you start pre gaps with severe constipation? Like, did you struggle with it before then? No, you're fine. You're perfect where you are. Your body's just responding to the program the natural way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's when like, like I meant, so like if you're dealing with it, like before you start, like, let's say, cause I had like an IBS C like IBS constipation. Like I was so constipated. Oh. For like, 
gaps, which is why when I started intro, it kind of made it worse. And I, I had to do a lot of extra work for myself through juicing, through beet kvass, through all these different Epsom salt baths, gentle walking to kind of upstart my detoxification systems in the sense to work in that way. But no, you are perfectly fine to be where you are. So I just think this is actually common. So I, I would, I just want you to know that too, to make you feel good about your journey and everything you're doing. It is, it's actually very, very common for the body to kind of stop a little bit and be like, <laughs> wait, what's going on? And like, yeah. not a lot of people experience a constipation while they're going through intro. Um, and it's, it's normal. That's why I just, I love reiterating that, especially when like people, cause when you go through these stages, there's random things that happen or things come back or come up and you're like, what the heck? Like I'm supposed to be getting better. But the best way I can say it is our body, our body's in control as much as we want to be like, oh, we're doing this program each stage, you know, but like our body will heal the thing when it wants to heal the thing, you know, <laughs> like completely. So we kind of have to respect that and go with our body's own flow in that sense. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that's so crazy. I love that. <laughs> that's so yeah. Crazy. And that's so great too, because I think a lot of people would have that confusion. So thanks for clearing that up for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. We have, we have the six introduction stages and then we have full gaps. So the first introduction stage is uh, boiled uh, meats, but with the stock, uh, with like the liquid and the joint tissue. And you can do, some people do cooked vegetables as well. And um, uh, then you start adding on the sauerkraut juice, not the cabbage yeah. but the juice and then you start adding in depending on what you're dealing with and this is something that Madeline taught me depending on what you're dealing with some people might start to do a cultured cream or like a sour cream some people Patient, might start yeah. to do yeah kefir um or yeah we, you just start with the fermented foods or beet kvass and um then you work up into having eggs for example that's one of the next yep. things then you work up into having like uh so you start with like raw egg yolks and then you incorporate cooked egg whites and then like it goes step by step and then eventually like fruit juice or or juices in general vegetable juice also is a thing and then maybe down the line you can start having whole fruit um or cooked fruit then maybe you start with that so it adds each part of the process, each step of the introduction adds something on. So there are, or adds a couple of things on per step. So there are six introduction steps and then there are full gaps and full gaps. I mean, obviously everyone can look online with this stuff, but like full gaps is my understanding of it is like, it's basically all the whole foods, but not any gluten or grains. Um, I think beans beans are okay on the full gaps, Lagoons. right? Okay. Lagoons. I think so that's like lentils. Yeah. Yeah. Lent yeah. I was going to say lentil. I think that's the right word. <laughs> I haven't used them yet, but yeah, lentils. And then you have to avoid starches too on the full. Oh yeah. So like potatoes and sweet potatoes and that. I'm excited kind of to try a potato again one day. Oh yeah. <laughs> she makes, Madeline makes awesome recipes. Everyone go check out her Instagram page because like there I'm drooling. And some of them, some of the recipes Madeline makes, you can have on the earlier stages. Oh yeah. Kind of distinguishes that like ice cream you can have on the early. I was early. just so about cool. to tell you. Yes. Ice cream is yeah. like the best thing. I ate that so much. And it's, it's so nutrient dense. It's literally yolks and a little honey. Like it's so new, like you, it's a meal, like it's beautiful. It's crazy. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then that 
I'm going to get back on track here, folks, but like that also brings me <laughs> to the point. No, no, it's like we're all excited about this, but it's important to know there's all of these nuances. And that's why like someone like Madeline, who's a who's a future gaps coach, it's so amazing to work with her because she can help guide you where you're at, because obviously it's a lot of information. But um, if you're confused, just listen to the episode twice. And I think it'll make a lot of sense <laughs> if you kind of do it twice. But um, or ask, ask her if you have any questions. But so also honey was a thing for me because I, because of the candida and this kind of goes back to what you were talking about, Madeline, where it's like, it's not the candida isn't the root cause. The root yeah. cause is well, probably like antibiotics and stuff like that. It depends <laughs> on the person, but like heavy metals are actually the issue. And the candida is just overgrowing to try to control the heavy metals. So then I was like, oh, well, I thought I couldn't do honey yet because really honey, you can start out yeah. the introduction diet. Mm -hmm. Step one, stage one, you can start out with honey. That's one of the things actually that you can have a little bit of. And I thought, no, I can't do that because so many people after years and years and years have been telling me no dairy, no sugar, because the candida eats that. And Matt, was telling me no it's the heavy metals you have to get and uh, honey oh I don't mean to interrupt man I hate when people hate on honey it makes me so sad because honey is so healing and like medicinal which is why it's on the program and because gaps is not zero carb like we, we we that's why honey is allowed on the first stage like we want to make sure we're eating some carbs especially women for our hormones and our hair and also all sorts of different glucose all that all that good stuff um but it's, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so, it's so freeing to think about that. Okay. So we have the six introduction stages and then we have full gaps. And you mentioned that like, if you're previously, some people who are previously dealing with constipation might want to start with the full gaps mm -hmm. to, to have, but often people find that if they remove fiber, it can actually help the gut to heal because it's not, uh, it's not, keeping that leaky gut leaky, which fiber often does. Okay. So all of that said, that was a big pause to kind of pull back all the information into one pool and have a pretty good understanding of what gaps is and what the kind of stages are. So let's continue on with your story, Madeline. So you were saying that uh, when you started the introduction diet, you did get a lot of die off symptoms oh, at first, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. So much. So I could explain like the first two weeks of being like, I was on stage one for a good week and then I moved like to stage two. Um, but yeah, like the first two weeks, oh my gosh, pain and sickness and fatigue. Those are like how I could describe it. Cause I came from, you know, everyone's situation is so different too. Like I came from like chronic pain and a lot of like really debilitating type symptoms. So that really, like, I really had to like pick myself up and be like, okay, I'm either going to do this or not. You know what I mean? Like, I really, like, there was some days where I really had to like talk to myself and be like, this is hard. And like, you're dealing with symptoms. You already have symptoms and now you're going to deal with die off, you know, more. And you're going to have to control that and go slow and be in charge of all of this and your own, own health. And it's, it was so overwhelming. And that's, I, I, I know I always feel like I never want to intimidate people by this. Like, I hope I'm, I want to encourage people by sharing like my vulnerability on like how hard it can be. Cause I feel like I wish that I had, I had that, like when I was going through it, like I felt like everyone that I saw online who talked about going through the program and I don't mean this in a bad way. Maybe like they, I may, they maybe not have been going through as severe, like 
debilitating fibril pain, you know, stomach. Like I was in the hospital every freaking week for vomiting and stuff. Like, like they might have not been going through that, but I always had wished, like when I was going through it, I'm like, why do these people make it seem so easy? You know, like, and so that was kind of one of my goals is like, I don't want to sugarcoat it or make it seem like it's easy. Cause like, it wasn't for me, you know, like it wasn't like I, it was mentally challenging. It was physically challenging. And like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything for the world though. Like it's exactly what I had to have gone through. And especially those first two stages, like they were so hard. Um, like I remember like to do the stock every other day. Cause like, you know, you drink it so much, you're making it nearly two, two times a week at that point, you know? Um, I know I was, I was just drinking it. I literally was drinking as much as I could. Sometimes I would drink even like five cups a day. Like I was making it so much a week. <laughs> I am and making it every other day. I was like, I'm making say, a giant yeah. pot every other day. It's insane, but it's awesome yeah. at the same time. It's like, it feels so good. You're doing it for yourself, you know, and you're, you are getting like your body, the respect and like nutrition it needs. And I think that's like all, like, that's why I share it's hard and then share all oh, the overarching positivity of even with those symptoms and it being hard, like you're doing it to get rid of the symptoms. And like, I had to tell myself that so much like like a big in the way we're brought up through like big pharma it's not to think this way you know it's not to think oh it's going to get harder let's stick through it and get to the easy part you know it's never we're not taught that we're taught to oh it's hard stop mm -hmm. just just give up you know and um I think that's just a great lesson that you can learn from the program is that like healing really does take time and we're not taught that like at all and so making sure you go slow because like I credit so like the first two say were hard I got to the second stage and I stayed there. I parked my car in the second stage for a good, literally like five to six months. I danced for like weeks going from like five to six months back and forth. Cause like, I kept trying to move on and I kept getting reactions, kept going back. Um, and that's another thing about my journey is this happens a lot to people and everyone's journey is different. But again, I, I wanted to share this and just be so honest and vulnerable because I felt like I wish that I had gotten this more while I was going through it. I wish I had been online and seen more people sharing, I guess, like this, like I had reactions to every single food that you add in. You add in a yolk. I got sick to literally having one. And then I had to wait like two, like a week to add in two in one day. Like, and then I had oh. to slowly, my kraut juice, I started from like a half teaspoon. I'm pretty sure I had to lower that to like a fourth for like a week and then slowly start going like every single thing that I introduced, I had such bad reactions to nuts and seeds vomited like like it just had so many like pain um irritation the fruits were really really hard for me I also like going from the fourth to fifth was also another longer not nearly as long as the second stage like where I stayed parked but I was dancing so much because I, I was like I want to eat fruit let's see if I could do this yeah. and so I, I kept trying and I but that's another thing it's just give your body as much time because I credit so much of my healing to me respecting that. Cause if I didn't, like, I, I feel like this is a struggle a lot with people on the program. And I'm not saying it's not supposed to happen because it's a normal struggle. I feel like in mm. our modern world of over consuming, eating things that you don't need in that moment, eating things randomly throughout the day that you don't need. Like, this is just kind of a world we live in where everything's like all the time you eat what you do what you want. And so when you're now at this like point of, okay, I'm going to actually not eat that, but I'm going to one day, you know, and I, it, I think it's that anticipation of knowing that you will eat it one day. Like 
it kind of like gets to people and then they get mad and I feel like I can get angry around food. And when I talk about that, the biggest thing I want people to know is when you're going through those first and second stages, along with maybe all the other residual symptoms you've been dealing with, you know, pre-existing gaps or going through gaps, the guys in your gut, the pathogenic bacteria that you're actually starving out through not eating processed sugars, starches, grains, all of those different things through starving those pathogenic bacteria out, you are basically creating room for them to expel their own toxicity. So like when you starve your pathogenic bacteria in those first couple of weeks, you may experience more brain fog, more irritability, more anger or tension or like temper. Temperament's a great one. Like you feel like it kind of on the edge, you know? Um, and it's crazy because I felt that way and I had never really felt that way around food. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm angry about like, I'd wake up and be like, I don't want to eat this soup. What the heck? And it's just so funny how our gut is literally in control of our brain. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it's genuinely like mind blowing to me. And I just like to say that because I feel like a lot of people get intimidated by going through it. And then they're like, they're, they're overcome with these feelings. And that's kind of like what we talked about in our messages the, that one day when you, we were talking about like allowing the feelings to come up mm-hmm. because that's very important is like, like acknowledge it, acknowledge what's going on. But what the goal is to not let it overcome you and succumb you to the point where you're like, okay, I'll just eat it. Well, that's not the point. Like we're, we're holding ourselves accountable and our pathogenic bacteria are literally the ones making you feel this way. And, and that's when I always talk about understanding it on a molecular level on how that can help you because it can, because when you're experiencing these things, anger or sadness or temperament, when you're, you know, not eating certain foods and then you see the food and your body's like, Oh my God, I want that. Like I'm, you've been starving me from that for weeks. Holy crap. Um, yeah, I just, I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. And, but once you understand it, it gets so much easier. And then you understand it's very similar to like the nervous system stuff. Like once you understand why you do it or why it's taking place, like on that molecular level, it all just gets 50 times easier too. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Okay. So Madeline and I were talking when she mentioned like uh, the emotionally difficult stuff when we were talking about it. So I messaged her and was like, whoa, this is so I'm having such a hard time. And I think I was lucky enough. She already had warned me like, it's going to be hard. I had a really hard time. This is one of the things I love about her. And I think one of the things that makes her such a great coach, she's like, just straight up with you. This is, this was really hard for me. And I stayed on certain stages of this, certain introduction stages for a really long time. And then one sentence that she said to me that I will remember forever. It was so instrumental in, again, helping me stick to the beginning of this diet. She said, some days you will cry. Like some days you'll cry. You will, it will be hard and you'll start. And this was, she wasn't like putting a death sentence on my experience. I had already told her <laughs> that it was hard. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it wasn't like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, uh, I said, Hey, I'm really excited to do gaps. And she said, no, it's going to be really hard. I was like, okay, I'm having a hard time. And what about you? Did you have a hard time? And she, she mentioned that, yeah, it, it, it is. If like you are experiencing this, like there are going to be days where, I cried and, uh, where you feel hopeless and all that. Like, I don't know if those were your exact words, but that kind of vibe. And that meant 
so much to me. I remember I had just cried. I was sitting in the car on my way in to working at the health food store, which I do part-time. And I was like, how am I going to do this? I work multiple, like I have a business and I have a part-time job and like, it's just me doing this. Nobody's helping me. And there are a lot of people that, that go through gaps where no one is helping them or they're doing it for their whole family and no one's yeah. helping them or yeah. whatever. And I'm just like, how do they do it? How am I going to do it? Like, how is this humanly possible? And just hearing her say like you, like bad days will come. It's, it's possible for bad days to come in this process. And it's you not going to be like, yeah, exactly. You'll survive. And it's not just going to be like, okay, better and better and better and better and better. It kind of, it technically it is that, but it's going to yeah. feel yeah. like hard and different and scary. And like, for me, it can feel some on my bad days. I'm like, this is hopeless. I'm never going to get better. And then literally every time now I know every time I have a quote unquote bad day, the next day is really good because I <laughs> yeah. like my body that's it's pushing out the toxins. So it feels bad. And then after that, so the pathogens are like, no, 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 don't get rid of me. You know, like go eat something. And I get so close. Like, should I just say like, screw it and eat something. And then I don't, um, mm -hmm. I eat a lot on the diet. Yeah. Like I eat a lot, a ton of stock, but like but I eat something, should I eat something that my body wouldn't like and just say, screw it? No, I don't. And then the next day I feel so much better. And I'm like, thank God that was amazing. But anyway, I wanted to just highlight that, that Madeline is so upfront. Like when you're having difficulties, she's like, yeah, that's part of it. If you, most people have difficulties on this, if you're already experiencing them, that's part of it. And, um, that was so helpful. I haven't really had I haven't really had a guide or a role model talk to me that straight up before. And usually it was like, it's like, I've had amazing guides in the past, but they've yeah. been, um, they've, they've just focused more on the positive side or saying like, okay, well, you can get through this, all of this. It was like Madeline gave me <laughs> license to have bad days. And yes. that was oh, so important. I love that you just said that. Cause it's yeah. so true. Like, I love that you said that. And I, I think it kind of falls in the realm of like toxic positivity, I guess. I mean, I'm not one to be like toxic positive, like label it or be like, oh, that's that. Yeah. But um, like, I feel like people who do that instead of like, it can create like internal trauma, in my opinion, like it really can to not allow yourself to feel like what you are feeling in real life. Like it almost creates like a false reality to your own body of oh, you shouldn't even be feeling. And that's like, think of what that does to you. You know, think of like what you're shutting down within you, like mentally, physically, physiology, physiologically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so much happens when we want to release or get out. And even if it's our pathogens, even if it's just like, while we're going through the process and, you know, we're, you know, we're, we've stopped eating the sugar, we've stopped eating the carbs and the, 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 the starches, and we're feeling all these feelings. Like, even if it's from them, it still is valid because it's a part of you. And it's, it's, it's so, I feel like there's so much validity in making sure that you feel like heard and your like whole like system like because your gut's a part of it you know like your gut will like it like will have repercussions from how you're feeling or what you're doing like think about like when you're younger if you were nervous you got a stomach ache or something like in regards to that or like embarrassment I don't know you know I feel mm -hmm. like all these like emotions always come back to like the gut and like gut symptoms and I feel like it really just goes to show like how interconnected it all is too which is this is more in like the emotional spiritual part but it is very important too because it's hard going through the program and like I that's why yeah thanks for saying that because yeah I, I don't sugarcoat and 
Like it was so hard going through those stages. Like even on the later stages, like I want to say this too. Yeah. Cause like, I know you're not there yet. So just to give you an update and a little like preemptive of what could take place. Like we always focus on what is still wrong. <laughs> we are so like humans mm. are innately like so weird, <laughs> like so much good could take place. And we're so like, this is still going on and it still mm. sucks. And this is all I could think about. Um, and when you get to those later stages, like so much will have been healed by then, because think about it, you're able to eat so much other foods without reaction. Like so much healing has taken place and you get there and you're just like, oh, I still can't eat that. Or I still can't yeah. eat like, or, oh my gosh. Like I still have my pain is still aching. You know, every other day I have this one specific thing. And it took me like, that's like just something I would love to share because I wish someone would have said this to me, like through my experience is that if you like, we don't have to just sit and focus on every single like bad thing. And in the beginning, it's important because you're trying to track what you're dealing with your symptoms, which is why journaling is great for actually the beginning of intro. If you're not doing one, I highly suggest doing a journal because you can journal through like your symptoms and everything. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, Yeah. <laughs> It's just great. Yeah. That kind of summed it all up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. All <laughs> yeah, of this is like, all of this is connected here and yeah. Okay. So let's, let's get back to your story. I want to make sure that we cover that. Yeah. So you were going through, yes, you were going through the introductory stages. You were on stage two for a long time. And I think that's where we left off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I did the stage two and then I like successfully added ghee in and all the, the yummies, the yummy goods. Um, and then, like I said, I would just hit walls every time I tried to add something in. So I moved to the third stage. What is it? I think you add in. It's been a while since I've been to the third stage. The pancakes. The first. See that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, you do. Actually, wait, right? The pumpkin pancakes? Because you got to do the pumpkin, not the butternut squash. Um, but yeah, there's, I can't, see, I can't think right now. It's, see, it's funny. It's been a while since I've been on the intro. I got yeah. to do my research again. Um, but yeah, whatever I added to get to the third stage, bad reaction. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I couldn't, oh, it was avocado. There we oh, go. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. That's a big, that's a big one. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Cause of the fat content. And that was like the big, big thing for me. Cause you know, you're already adding in the fat content from, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to add the fat to your stocks and your soups every day. Um, but the, it's crazy. Avocado for me was so hard. Like my body mm. did not. Ooh, that and coconut oil too. Like you, you can actually have coconut oil on the first stage, but I couldn't add that in for personally until like the third, because it just, my body needed extra time. And I think that's the beauty of the program is everyone is so bio-individual, which is why kind of bringing it back to what we were talking about earlier with like fad diets and stuff. It's not restrictive and be like, you have to do it this way and this way and this way. Like it's set structured, but it's also so individual to where like, if you still can't have something move on and like, you know, wait, you know, you know what I mean? Like you'll be able, your gut will be able. Cause like I mentioned, like our body is doing it on its own time. Like we may feel like we're in, in charge, but like our body will heal when it wants to heal on its own. You know, like we can only, we can only give it the right environment to thrive and wait for that, you know, that little process to happen of, you know, those stair steps going up. And I love how you described it of it's like a journey going up and it might not feel like it. Um, and that kind of goes back to where we're always focused on like the negatives and that's why it doesn't feel like it. And so I think 
regrouping through each stage, I felt like that helped me. Like when I was in the middle of any stage, I would kind of regroup, almost grounding in a sense, like ground, like just coming back to a place of like centeredness, like I'm okay. Okay. I'm here. Okay. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing this for this reason, you know, kind of just coming back to, it can really help you in that sense as well. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and, and then, um, so then moving on, I'm trying to think, cause yeah, fruits were like one of the hardest things along with vegetables. Cause when you're like one of the, like when you do that's on like the fourth, is that the fifth, fourth or fifth stage you add in the raw veg, just like very plain soft lettuces or like a piece of very small piece of like, um, I think it's cucumber specifically. And, um, I did that man put me out. And that's just also what I want to tell people is this is how the program goes where, and this is, isn't a bad thing. And I think this is where the miss like not miscommunication per se, but I guess not enough research done in my opinion on the program itself. And then people kind of assume or think, think negative thoughts about it because like things don't immediately get better. It's not like an instant, instant gratification type program because you're going to be in the fifth stage, go to the sixth and you could still get a reaction. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. these certain foods require deep, deep, deep level healings, which is why you remove them. So that's how it was for me though. That's why I like to share and just give my truth. Cause I'm not, I would not sit here and just be like, it was so easy. It was not because each stage, it was like, I, the best way I could describe it. I would feel like I overcame so much, you know, like, oh, I, I was just now able to add that. I'm perfectly fine on this stage. Like, let's say I'm on the third stage. I can add all of that. I'm good. And then you go to the next one and you're just kicked right back, right back to the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, you're pushed back down. Um, and it can feel like two steps forward, you know, one step back, but it's, it's honestly, the way Dr. Campbell, there's no better way to describe it than what she says. It's called dancing. You're just dancing. Think, mm-hmm. you know, you're dancing. It's mm-hmm. back and forth. It's a constant ebb and flow. And I mean, it, it's really the same thing as like life is, you know, life is ebbs and flows and it's up and down. And I think it really goes to show how much our body is in tune with like life and like, like, I don't know, just like the world itself. Cause like, that's how it all is too. It's, it's, it's an ebb and flow. And like, I feel like our healing journey is the exact same. And that's how it was for me. Cause it was not linear. It was not just like, this was, I did each stage and it was like, perfect. They're just bam, bam, bam. And I do have to say, don't get me wrong. Cause I am being honest on my hard journey. There are people who have very, like, not as severe as of issues as like, I came with, like, let's say just very, maybe cystic acne or different type of skin conditions, or just maybe other things that maybe aren't as severe, they could get through it very with ease. There's some people who don't even deal with reactions, which blows my mind. like, oh my gosh, like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Or die off. Like there's people who their guts really take to the stock immediately and they just don't, they don't really deal with die off. And that's where the bio-individuality comes in so much with the program and where it can be really, really easy and it can be really hard, but I think it's great to share both. I think there's a lot of good online. Online likes to be, mm-hmm. I feel like online is a very like perfect prim, everything's amazing and no one really wants to share the more not so fun parts, but that's what I'm here to do because I don't want anyone to think any, you know, I, I would hate for someone to going in because think about that. Think about if someone went into the program and they thought it was going to be so easy and they'd mm. never spent time in the kitchen. And then they start and be like, I am in the kitchen for like eight hours today. Like what is like, you know, they would give up, they would give yeah. up, you know? And I think that that happens because I feel like a lot of the advertisement for it is very much like heal your gut. 
drink stock and be good. And there's just deeper layers, I feel like, to the program. Um, transferring for me on, uh, let's go back to my story, transferring from intro to full gaps was also extremely hard. Um, some of the, I guess, to get specific to with like my intro specifically, I, my die off symptoms that I had experienced would range very, like, it's funny because it depended, it depended upon like what it was that caused me die off, which is, see, it's also bio-individual for people. Because for me with like kraut juice and ferments, like once I was actually able to like eat the kraut stuff too, like that was like, oh my gosh, you got to You got to slow down. And it took me a while to be able to eat the fermented food. Um, but it's like whenever I would eat fermented things, like eating them, and I still actually, because it's funny, if I get slacking on eating my ferments, I'll end up with die off. It's funny because I, I, you lose the buildup that you've built, you know, that buildup, wow. you know, and so sometimes if I slack for like, because I'm on full gap, so you, you try to eat it every day, but if you don't, it's not the end of the world, you've done that deep healing work. So if I slack and I eat one, I actually sometimes will experience die off. And that's just because my body needs more of those nutrients. And yeah. it's, it's just so funny. It's so crazy how it's so different like that. Um, but my reactions I would get were like headaches. Headaches were like really big die off ones for me, especially in regards to like fermented foods, like beet kvass too. I started beet kvass from like the very beginning as well. Very small increment with that. That thing that was strong. Mm. Um, Cause I don't know if you know, but the kvass is also great for constipation. Just so you know, um, like, like even honestly a little better than kraut in my opinion, like specifically for constipation, kvass, like those beets just, they go directly to the gallbladder and liver and do their job. That's for sure. And they help to increase like bile production and all the good things that you need to get good product, you know, good, good flow going and to go to the bathroom and stuff. So yeah, um, that like really, really helped me, especially dealing with like constipation. But like I said, I had to go really slow because that really caused me headaches, die off. Fatigue was also something I dealt with a lot. Um, not just through like those first two stages where, you know, those really bad symptoms that I had dealt with previously were still there. But as I continued to get better, that's something I wanted to say too. Um, I, I continued to get better throughout the whole program. And that's the funny part about what we said about how we end up focusing on everything that's still wrong is because I got better throughout the whole program. And it's funny because I keep talking about how hard it was the whole time because mm. that's it's our brains are like that. We end up focusing on that per se, you know, or that's a story, I guess, or that's the, but I had so much improvements. The first two, after the third week, I started seeing so much improvement in my GI symptoms. Like I had abdominal pain every single day. Like my stomach just hurt to the core. It would just, it just gut wrenching pain. I would often say it just felt like people like took knives and just went like into me, like just in my stomach. Yeah. Just such gut pain. And then I also dealt with like a lot of nausea and vomiting. And a lot of that started getting so much better just in like by the third week, which was so mind blowing to me. Now, the one thing that was a struggle for me was constipation, as I mentioned before. But like I said, I didn't know what I was doing when I started the whole program. Like I said, I would, I would honestly have done things slightly different. I think I would have started a fool and then kind of backed my way into intro, but I'm still happy with all the results I got. I just had to put in more work. So like the second stage, Dr. Campbell McBride recommends if you deal, like if you're dealing with really severe constipation, you can introduce juicing earlier on the second stage. Start mm. with, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Thank God. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. And it will really help. Cause what I did, I just started with a literal like 
and you might even have to do less. See how you do. I, I might recommend less because I did a shot and it was a little too much. I, so I ended up going back to like a very, like a spoonful amount basically of carrot juice. And people think that's crazy, but that's how sensitive and deep our body and our GI system is to foods. You know, that, that yeah. just can't paint a picture of how deep healing is and how deep our body can react to such a small amount of food. Like it's just a spoonful. And that could literally cause like a huge, re- you know, not reaction, but a bowel movement basically. And um, so it's really best to work your way up to that. But that helped me so much. Like I, I felt so much, like it really, really helped me. I, I wish I had done enemas more. I know we talked about this a little bit. I didn't actually get a kit just until, um, I was, it's over there. Um, I, I haven't used it yet. See, I, I need to start doing them, but I really wish I would have done that during the intro. Cause I really think that that can provide great, great help to constipation. I honestly was just, I don't know, biased. I get, I don't know. I just like didn't I had previously done one from the store that was probably full of a bunch of crap chemicals and it made me vomit for like two days mm-hmm. in enema and I was so I bet it's almost like I'm traumatized like I'm a little afraid to do them again yeah. but that was my own personal experience like people literally those are things are so good for constipation it's crazy how the medical world has kind of like banished them and said like unhealthy and it's one of the most healthiest forms like it's literally just expelling old fecal matter from the bowels so we no longer have to deal with the repercussions of the toxins um but yeah so that's something I wish I had done I did not do that I did stick to mainly juicing bikavas um kraut juice and oh epsom salt baths of course for like um helping with constipation but yeah I mean that slowly improved though and I think that was the coolest thing too um and I do have to say in regards to juicing early I I juice twice a day it was so much work. Mm. <laughs> like I, 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 I feel like no one talks about this. I would love to just share this with the world somewhere. Like, I really feel like no one talks about how much work, maybe if you have like a $3,000 juicer and you can throw like the whole freaking like apple or vegetable in yeah. there. I don't, I, I don't have like the highest quality. Like I have maybe like a $200 one that's See, and you can't even find like stainless steel ones that are 200, you know, like it's crazy. Like you have to find like really expensive ones to have, like you could put the whole fruit or veg in. So for me, like it was a lot, like I had to really take the time and hold myself accountable to juice because it's so much like you had, you know, you had to wash the vegetables and fruit and then you had to peel them and then you had to cut them up small because my juicer, you know, wasn't the best one. So you don't want the juicer to break. And then you have to, you know, strain the juice so you don't get the fiber and then you drink it immediately. And then you have to wash all the stuff right after, mm-hmm. right away afterwards. And so it's just like, oh my gosh, this never ending process. Um, so yeah, that was just like, I don't know, just some, just listing some struggles I went through. Cause that I, it's funny. I think I would, <laughs> I make myself laugh. I used to say juicing was like the bane of my existence. Cause yeah. I, I literally hated it. Like, so and I, I laugh at myself now. Cause it's what got me through. Like that really helped me. And I, I definitely, I didn't think about it good enough back then. Cause I, I really hated it, but Um, I now like really see it as like, it's a great tool. It's a great thing that you can integrate into your daily life to really help, especially if you're struggling like with constipation through the gaps program. But yeah, it's funny. That was something I really struggled with. I hated it so much. It's such a good, 
such a good point to make. It's so true. I did the medical medium diet a while ago and that was the other part of that guy. Yeah. I, that, and that actually started helping, but then I lost so much weight because it was like no fat and no protein and all that. It's like, it's like a whole nother conversation, but like, anyways, like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. My skin got really awesome, but then I like dropped weight like crazy. And I was like, wait, okay, I think I need fat, like one of the diets that incorporates yeah. fat. But anyway, so I've, I've been juicing also like before, like getting to the place where I'm thinking about it with gaps. And uh, it's such a good point to note that, yes, it is time consuming and like to prepare for that. Like, and just know that it gets faster when you have like a rhythm with it. Like, right. Like yes. I'm sure you created that's a rhythm, great. Madeline too. I'm a lot and, faster now. Yeah, exactly. That's sure. And then at first, but yeah, it's like at first right now I'm like stressing myself out. Like on my days off, it's fine. But when I have to, when I have multiple yeah. places to be, I'm already creating stock. I'm already, now I'm adding in added in vegetables and that's a whole nother layer. It's fucking delicious, but it's a whole nother layer. Madeline yeah. gave Maybe she has like awesome recipes. She, yeah, go to her Instagram page. She's got, yeah, a lot of good stuff. But um, also adding juicing on top of that, like it is time and not to scare anybody off. It just, it takes time to acclimate to that. And then you become like, eventually you become like a whiz in the kitchen, like, you know? Yeah. It's like secondhand at one point. And it's, it's like making stock how at one point in the first two weeks, you're like, Oh my, well, yes, I'm speaking from, I guess, like, cause there's a lot of people out there who cook a lot. So it might not be as intimidating to make stock, but for me, someone who never cooked really before, I was like, this is the worst. This is so hard. Like what the heck? <laughs> and it's funny now. I literally, this is no big deal. Like I started a pot of stock yesterday at like three o'clock. It was done by five, strain it by seven. And it's like, you know, like it's, it's just, it's so normal and natural now for me. And I love that you said that. Cause it's, very similar to juicing it 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 will it just takes time to get in that little schedule and then to feel comfortable doing it and then to not resent it or say it's the pain yeah. of your existence like me, <laughs> like I did <laughs> oh my gosh folks and Matt like I didn't know Madeline that you didn't cook before and I I saw this is how crazy our brains are or this is like how the human brain often works right like I go to Madeline's Instagram page she has all these delicious recipes like full on ice cream scoops, like not even just, oh yeah, that's like homemade ice cream, like full on professional looking ice cream scoops and all of these delicious recipes. And I would, or um, like photos of food, I would click on the photo, the photos of food and she'd be like, yeah, this is like stage two or stage three. I'm like, what? She made this like beautiful, elaborate food when her diet was still so limited. And I was like, oh my gosh, she must've just been baking her whole life. She's just one of those people that's just making muffins since she was like so small. And it's amazing. Yeah. So it's, your story is so, inspiring because of like just who you are I think your personality is just it's awesome to hear about such a difficult story um and you're so positive about it but at the same time you talk about the struggles too which is such a beautiful balance but also to know that like where you came from wasn't already like a whiz in the kitchen. Like you built this and now like you look on her stories and she has like, oh yeah, I'm fermenting this. I'm doing this. She's also growing plants. Like you have so many projects going on, but you didn't naturally just come from that, you know? Oh, oh my gosh. And I didn't even start like, thank you for saying that. Cause it actually made me think of a great, another point to say too. Um, like I didn't start like doing any of this, like great, like like what I'm doing now, I feel like how I having a lot of this extra time to make these more detailed meals or like mm-hmm. very specific recipes, or I don't know, having time to garden now and do plants yeah. and do just hobbies and things growing my blog and this business. Like 
I wasn't online doing this at the time because like I I did not feel physically capable like and that's why I would love I just would love for anyone out there to know if you don't feel capable like you don't have to you don't have to thrust yourself into things that you don't feel ready for and like even recently I've had to really evaluate with myself because I still have a year and a half like about a year ish a little over a year on full gaps because you I'm doing I'm sticking to what she says she says two years I'm going to do it for two years I've already done it this long and and I think it'd be really great to see the amount of healing that I can get but like I really had to evaluate with myself like like this is it you know it's worth staying on and it's worth to continue it out and finish and and to not get so caught up in like how hard it can get you know and it just gets easier with time too yeah 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 totally I might have accidentally went off topic there but yeah no I love it it's all like okay. it's all relevant <laughs> you know? okay but yeah so basically you you went on full gaps and then you're like yeah I'm on full gaps and it's been like you said a year maybe um a little over a year or a year and a half ish yeah 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 Okay. And so yeah. now you can eat, like you can, you're, you're not, you have little, um, die off symptoms if you go off the ferments, but now tell us about where you're at at the moment. Oh yeah. So currently, I mean, things have been really cool. Like, like I told you a little bit before, I guess this would be kind of talking about the other thing only since doing a little nervous system regulation, I've noticed like increase in like symptoms or pain, but I've noticed that's only really in correlation with trauma or basically trauma, like healing trauma, basically. But other than that, and like the nervous system regulation, I mean, it's been amazing. Cause like, like I had previously said, like I wasn't able to do any of what I'm being able to do now, like at all, like at all, like all of like, like putting the, taking the time to actually garden and have the energy to do any of this. Like I didn't even have the energy before to do anything, literally anything. Like, like, that's why it was like me saying, oh, I went from the bed to the couch, the bathroom back. Like that was my day that, and then like just scrolling or like watching, like I did nothing. Um, so being able to be on full gaps and heal, like I heal, I healed so much. Sometimes like I sit here, like I sit down and I'll just be like, wow, I did all that today. And I'm just like, wow, like, that's crazy. Because I, like, I really could not do anything before at all, like, physical labor, anything that required standing, anything. So like this cooking and stuff, like, it's so good, but it definitely takes time to get there. Because I was not like this in the beginning, like, oh, gosh, I often brought chairs into the kitchen and would sit while I'm making my stock or making my soup. Because like, I that's how like low energy I'd be. And like, I, like, I'd love to share that, I guess, because I feel like there's so many others out there who are that low energy and they're like, am I I able to do that? And I just, you can, you're going to have to get creative, you know, get, bring a chair in the kitchen. I Mm -hmm. did. I, there were so many days where I wouldn't like, I got to the point where I wasn't even standing while I showered. It would hurt. It also, it hurt to do this. Like I couldn't one, two, three, by this point I would be in tears, like legit, like legitimately I'd be crying. Like my like my limbs were like very weak and stuff so mm-hmm. it's like oh, that's why I'm just I'm saying this to like like get creative you know like you can do and that's how it was even in the beginning like when I was cooking like I still had that pain like it was still hard um but I I got creative I made sure I worked through it and I asked for help and I do like to say that I feel like that's and I know you said you're doing this more like solo and alone um 
if you can, if anyone can who's doing it, ask anyone, like any loved one or family member, if they could ever help or just want to learn how to make stock or, you know, I, I, I was, I'm very blessed to have had Ryan help me because anytime that I was felt too sick or like, I'm so nauseous, I can't go make my stock. I can't, I need, I need someone to help me make tea right now. Cause I am so sick right now. Like if anyone has the opportunity to do that, don't feel like bad for asking for help because when you're going through those initial stages and you feel that way, it's, I, I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking for help at all. I really don't. And I think in this time, like, especially with you, which is why I think it's beautiful that you can feel held by me in this time, because I think it's important. I really do. I think it's one of the most important things is to feel that you have someone, whether it be a boyfriend in real life with you, a partner in real life with you, a family member in real life, or someone online that you're talking to, someone that you chat with or end up becoming a good coach client type thing, you know, like anything, a coaching type of thing, anything like that, where you can feel that someone can hold space for you. That's been like a really like crazy thing. That's like blown my mind is like people who that can hold your space for you and going through like my nervous system regulation to like learning, like wow, like so much healing can really take place if someone else is there to hold a little space for you and like help you, you know, again, not even help, just be there to listen or acknowledge like the struggle. And I loved that when you said like that, I told you like, oh, it's going to be hard. And it's because that's why I said it exactly for that reason. So I can, I'm not just telling you like a lie of that. Oh, it's going to just brush it off. You'll be fine tomorrow, which you probably will, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't acknowledge how you're feeling right then in that moment. Um, but yeah, it's the whole process is so it's, it's so crazy because it's, it's so much about gut healing and nutrition sticking to, you know, you're making sure you're drinking this stock three times a day, making sure you're adding in animal fats, ample animal fats, like more, more fats, the faster you'll heal. That's what Dr. Natasha says. Um, and then, you know, cultured dairy, fermented brines, and then food when you can eat them. And then all these basis of the program, like, yes, we're focusing on that, but it's crazy. The more and more I get deeper into this, I feel like the emotional and spiritual aspect is also extremely prevalent in regards to finding like your key path to like getting to that healing. You know what I mean? Like, like the, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> right. Like, yes. to, like the key, like the really deepest parts of what we can accomplish through healing, whether it be through our gut and like the mental, but I, it's crazy. Cause I feel like they're so intertwined too. Cause when we heal, like when I went through the initial stage of gaps, like I did so much nervous system regulation without even knowing it because gaps you're basically you're, you're implementing these new things into your daily routine, which is nervous system regulation. It's so funny because mm -hmm. And there's like, of course, deeper things you can dive into and get deeper and pick at, you know, traumas and things like that. But it's crazy because, I mean, we're already doing so much on gaps, like as a whole, you know, you're doing the Epsom baths that 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 starts your drainage, natural drainage system and a part of nervous system regulation. A big part is drainage and making sure our lymphatic system has the opportunity to drain. And like you said, get those metals and actually get them out. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. I, I love being able to talk. I just love being able to talk to you about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. We love hearing you talk about it. And so many people are going to be like, thank God. I heard Malcolm <laughs> talk about this because when I noticed that I had to limit the amount, and this is just where I'm at in this process. Cause I'm so new to it. I'm less than two weeks into the gaps diet. And 
I noticed that I had to limit even reading the book because I started to get worked up. I would like overthink it and be like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the wrong thing because I haven't added this in yet. Or then you get on the online thing. I'm not even barely there yet, but I saw a couple of YouTube videos by awesome people who are certified gaps coach. And it's nothing wrong with what they're doing. It's just where I'm at in the process where I'm like, oh my God, now they're talking about this nuance of, oh, now the, the stock okay, it has to be jiggly. Well, what I was, when I'm making it still, I mean, we won't even get into it right now, but it's not jiggly. And I don't know if I'm using it okay. or whatever. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I noticed that I had to pause that because there's so much confusion and it's so like what Madeline's saying is so important to have someone uh, there who can support you. And that's why, you know, part of the reason that, that Madeline is going into coaching on this because uh, she has that ability to hold that space for you and guide you. So like, literally it's like the, it's the best fucking thing to have. It's so good. <laughs> this is why coaching is just awesome. Um, but okay. So Yes. I want to, before we close here. Okay. No, I wanted to touch on this. So what, when Madeline's talking about this emotional aspect and this spiritual aspect that actually it goes into the spiritual realm. Well, I know that the listeners know that there's all, everything is connected because we talk about on this podcast all the time, always the conversation unintentionally, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally uh, transforms into a spiritual one by the end of the the episode. (laughs) And this, I didn't say anything to Madeline and she, I promise. And she was like, I'm also noticing that there is this emotional aspect. So what she's talking about, she was telling me about it before we started recording that like once and Madeline, you tell me, but like when you actually, you tell us like, what, what did you notice? Uh, just introduce the topic and then we'll, we'll, if you're willing, we can have you back on and have literally a whole episode on it. But yeah, what did you start to notice when you started to dig into these emotional things? So much, <laughs> um, that I needed a lot of work. <laughs> um, yeah, parts work was, is probably one of the most intriguing things to me still right now. I actually, I'm about to buy a book on it to go a little deeper into that nervous system regulation parts work for anyone who is like what she say because <laughs> I was like what does that mean parts work yes that's exactly what it's called um and that's like a big part of nervous system regulation too and that one see it's funny I, I feel like I always end up thinking about that because that one was like a really big one for me and I know everyone's different so they'll find their own specific because there's so many different like integrations that you could do regarding nervous system regulation but for me, parts work like really opened Pandora's box for me, which is kind of what I was talking with Emily about previously before the recording was like, I, I don't like, I have reversed fibromyalgia and IBS. Like I don't deal with those specific debilitating symptoms anymore. Like the pain isn't to where, you know, I can, I could do this. I could, you know, I can live a normal, I have hobbies and passions and things, but it's so crazy because once I started doing this nervous system regulation work and trying to create internal safety to feel, you know, actually, you know, safe to allow these parts of me to come as one and we can, you know, feel safe and I can lead actually and be in control. And there's so much that goes into it. But I noticed that I felt like my pain kept like anytime I would like key into one specific like part or trauma or very specific thing just to keep it broad um like I that next week I had like bouts of pain or like my sleep was terrible which then means my pain came back and then the cycle like repeated and then I was like oh gosh I gotta fix this um 
And it was just so mind blowing. And it wasn't and like working through the, the emotional and trauma aspect of things. And it's funny because I just felt like it, it genuinely like resolved. The, it's like in a week's time, all that pain that had came back, that's those sensations that arose from just trauma being like poked, basically triggered mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it, it's all gone already. And it's crazy because then I can go back to that trauma now said trauma or trigger and it's I no longer experience like the pain that would have then arose from afterwards so it's if that makes sense because I I feel like it sounds so freaking crazy (laughs) if I'm being honest oh my gosh I'm about to say like is it's like emotional die off you know (laughs) like (laughs) the symptoms come back but you're it's because you're dealing with the root issues so you look so accurate (laughs) oh my god that's so intense and also like when I've done emotional healing, I've had really bad emotional cleanses where like, I don't, I haven't even tracked my, if my physical symptoms, this is a new concept to me. It's super cool. But like, yeah, yeah, we'll have to have another, if you're, if you're open to it. Oh, I would, because it really correlates like your physical symptoms with like picking at wounds or trying to resolve like past traumas that your body has trying to try to protect you from by putting it really, really deep in you. You know what I mean? Like, um, and a crazy thing with the nervous system regulation that I like learned through like taking like this coaching course that I've been taking to like learn about it and like do my own work. Um, a lot of why we are like the parts that we are like who we are is like a human, like the parts that be like how we respond to love, how we respond to, I don't know, like emotion, like relationships, you know, just certain, like, I feel like how we are as people, like the way we act, it's so crazy how it really stems down to like the first three years of life. That was the craziest thing to find out. That was one of the first things I found out through my nervous system regulation was that those first three years of life, depending on if you were attuned to, and that's the like craziest word that I've learned recently through nervous system regulation is attunement. And if like your parents and like whoever was raising you was able to actually attune to you, make you feel like, like, yes, you could say, I love you. And like, I'm here for you, but like to feel like on a spirit, it's just literally a spiritual mm. and emotional connection. And in this modern world, it's, it's so prevalent. I feel like how that's very hard to do as a parent, it seems to like actually attune on that level. And so it, it's, that was the craziest thing to me. And, um, like piggybacking off of that, like learning that. And then um, my previous coach, um, her name is Amanda. Um, that's who I did my nervous system regulation through. She's amazing. Um, she held a lot of space for me, which was why I was able to heal so much. Um, and through her, like, I love what she said. She's like, you don't even have to know the trauma because you it's from one to three, you know, like you're not going to remember per se, your body does. And that's the craziest part. Like, I was so mind blown by just the nervous system and like the whole regulation of it, because we don't, we're like, we're probably never going to be able to know this specific thing that took place when we were one or two or three or in this small range of age where it literally created us to be who we are right now or why we respond the way we do. Like, let's say we didn't feel like we got like it, we felt like we were shut down often, like as a child, and we might not remember that, but guess what? Our nervous system does. So now we feel like we are people, ple- we have to people, please. We can't set our own boundaries. We can't say no. These are all things that I've dealt with. So I am saying oh, God, my, own, same my own struggles, my own struggles through nervous system regulation. Um, 
people like people pleasing is a big one being hard on yourself like feeling like you don't do enough when you literally like done things all day like our nervous system creates that's why I it's parts work man parts work is crazy because mm-hmm. instead of rejecting and pushing away or saying I hate that part of me or like wow this this part of me cannot accept this love from someone else like from a very specific like trauma like wow like instead of hating that being like, wow, I can't believe I acted that way. What the heck? Or I wish I don't respond in that way. We, we get close, we get curious. And I actually love that. Cause that's kind of what my coach like would tell me. She's like, you just want to get curious, get close a little bit, just feel it out. Mm-hmm. Try to get close to that, you know, to those things that you hate, because when you hate something and you physically say, I hate this part of me, what do you do? You push it away. You're not, yeah. you don't get close to it. You're not, you're not trying to be one with it at all. You're just shoving it in a box and saying, you're not worth it. Um, and that's what I thought was really intriguing about parts work was because you're, instead of saying like, you hate this part of me or like from like years of medical trauma, or, and now you're dealing with like the way you act specifically, maybe around doctors, I don't know, you know, just specific, like there's so many different like things, like parts that have been created within you. And I don't know, it was so, that's where a lot of the pain kept coming back too. It's funny. It's like, I kept unlocking like certain, like my inner child and my, my inner critic and my inner child were like the craziest one that were like screaming like at me like I am scared can someone hug me please Mm -hmm. um and it was just crazy when you create inner like when you actually learn to create internal safety and hold your own self like it it's so it gets life-changing honestly because those parts of you are able to feel safe and then you can actually live in control and not be in controlled by these parts that you're like that lash out that are you know what I mean or and, and it's funny because it's, I feel like this is so far from nutrition, but it's so the same yes. because it's all intertwined. And for people listening who are like, wait, we were just talking about gaps. The nervous system is like the biggest part of it is the enteric nervous system, which is like the gut. Like we have enterocytes within our gut, which is actually why gaps have like gaps. People happens. Their enterocytes actually end up dying off and they don't reproduce. It's like a little life cycle. She has really nice pictures in the books about it but yeah I mean this is all going into the nervous system too so it's it's so crazy how it's all intertwined and I've seen crazy amounts of like I thought I had healed so much already you know and then Mm. I start doing this work and I'm just like oh my gosh like this is crazy like Mm. even more like more layers of the onion to peel off basically you know Exactly. Oh my gosh. And it all, it all ties in like what you're saying about having control, like you like, and it's not like over controlling. It's just knowing so much about yourself and also what you've peppered into this episode, Madeline has been about showing up for yourself and uh, like taking accountability for what's going on in your life. And also like doing something for yourself that can stem into the physical healing and the emotional healing and all goes in together. And so like you say, okay, now you have control, like, you know, what's going on with yourself, you know, that you can behave like this, there are parts of you that behave in different ways, you know why, and then uh, either before or after you start to learn about your body physically through gaps, and then you learn that, okay, this is why my body's behaving this way. And this is, I have leaky gut, so I need to seal this. And uh, this is why, like my enterocytes aren't renewing themselves like they should be. And then you realize, oh, the candida isn't the problem. It's the heavy metals. Like you have this, 
And then you heal from that. So then you don't have to be a slave to food or you don't have to be a slave to like your initial reactions that come up when someone says something to you or when you, uh, when someone is trying to give you love or et cetera, you have control over all these things. It's so cool. And I'm so excited to have like a sequel on this to talk more about the emotional stuff and all of that, that you're learning. I think this has been such an in-depth episode, um, on like the gaps to, to start everyone out with. And I want to, before we close, if you have the time, Madeline, I want to hear about what you are creating in Homesteading Heartland, because you have some homemade, like beautiful, really high quality creations that you also sell through Homesteading Heartland. So tell us about that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I actually created my own Kylo skincare line. Um, I'd say... I did it like a little bit last year, like a couple months into gaps. And I was just doing that like myself. And then I go to a farm co-op and then my farm co-op leader was like, you should sell these. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Um, so yeah, I started selling those. And I mean, it's amazing. If I could recommend anything to anyone for anyone's skin, it would be tallow over any other fat. And that's not even a selling point. That's like a, it's best for your skin point. <laughs> um, honestly, like coconut oil is, too antimicrobial, it will probably cause reaction. And a lot of these other oils are not suitable for our skin, whereas in they they will sit on top and not actually go deep to heal or moisturize and actually solve issues, which is why I love tallow because it actually heals. Like tallow heals. Like that's the craziest thing to me. And it has palomic and palmic acid, which our skin actually loses as it ages. And so if we like, we're basically replenishing our own skin with these acids that it loses as we get older. So that's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's, a, it's very like multi-use, like when you're using tallow just as like a moisturizer after you get out of the shower, you're doing so many things for like great things for your skin. It's basically like anti-age at that point, you're healing and sealing. I've actually noticed I've, so I have, uh, I guess I'll start off by saying this. I have tallow balms, which are lotions, basic, you know, like a, a nice whipped lotion. I'm mm. actually going to start to offer unwhipped, which I actually prefer better. A lot of people like the whipped. Um, and then I do tallow sugar scrubs, which are whipped. Those are really, really nice. They're made with all organic raw cane, un evaporated cane sugar, um, and then tallow and then some essential oil. And that I feel like has just completely cleared up my acne scars. Cause I grew up with a severe acne. Like I had a really bad acne and a lot of scarring on my face and those scrubs, I feel like the sugar and the tallow together, like the sugar works as almost like a microdermabrasion where it will remove like that first layer of dead skin and then kind of smooth out the skin with like the sugar. And then the tallow goes in and heals, which is so cool. Um, and then of course I moisturize with more tallow. So then it's like extra healing. Um, and then I also sell a herbal apothecary line of um, herbal healing salve, which is basically just a infused, I infuse all of them at home myself. My herbal healing salve is infused for 12 hours. My tallow is infused for 12 hours with calendula, plantain. Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm going to blank on all these. Chickweed, comfrey. There's one more. I know I'm missing it. There's one more herb. I'm missing it, but I um, infuse that for 12 hours at home on, and it's at the lowest and tallow is a very high smoke point. So you don't have to worry about it being rancid or anything. I don't heat up my olive oils at all or anything like that. 
because I do mix olive oil with it, but I do that after I've heated and infused because I do not want to heat. I want to keep my olive oil as shelf stable as I can. So yeah, um, all of like my products are complete preservative free. They're always only two to three two to four ingredients and it's always just olive oil tallow the essential oil and sugar if it's a sugar scrub um but yeah there's never preservatives i never do any fake vitamins or anything like that that will not go into your skin correctly or absorb properly and just cause you reactions um yeah it works amazing um and along with my herbal healing salve i also do a black drawing salve which um let me, and then I, a pain away salve too. So I'll just, I'll say all of them. So I have a herbal healing salve, a drawing salve and a pain away salve. The pain away is made with cayenne and that one's also infused. The towel is infused with cayenne. Um, that one, simple, what the name states, pain away. It takes your pain away. If you have any aches, pains, sore muscles, really great for arthritic pain, but you do have to use it daily to see relief in like a week. You, you it's like repetitive. You're going to have to repeat it on the same spot. Um, and then the herbal healing salve works to heal scrapes, cuts, burns, wounds, anything like that. It is amazing. I can attest. I burn, I cook a lot. I burn myself once a week. I guarantee it mm-hmm. or cut myself on something. And it is mind blowing. Like if you have a burn immediately put it on, like run whatever it is underwater, of course, but like put it on and it's, it takes away the burn. Like it's amazing. And I, I say that cause I burn myself a lot. <laughs> so on like my pans and stuff, I'm that person that will grab their cast iron after it just got out. Oh of the my gosh. I've done that so many yeah. times. I burn like the same so spot many. on my finger all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have like a callus there one day from all your yeah, burns. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So that's what I have so far. Um, I was working. I'm, I'm, I still might, I don't know. I might, I was working towards doing bath bombs. I'm still seeing if I am going to do that. I had a good recipe going, um, but life kind of got a bit hectic. So I didn't get to making them yet. Um, I'm, I'm in like the swing of doing like the bombs and stuff regularly, but um, it's like adding a new, you know, it's like a new thing to the plate and a product. Um, I have not started to sell these yet. Anyone, if anyone's interested, let me know. Um, I'm really interested. I, I've just made some for myself. Um, it's all natural deodorant. And um, what is was it called? Oh, dry shampoo. I did an all natural deodorant. It was so cool. I did it with aloe vera and witch hazel and essential oils, which was, it was the coolest. There's like, when you're on gap, I haven't had a deodorant for like a year and a half. I just right. use, I just use lemon juice. So I, when I found this, I was just like, no way. Like, this is so cool. I finally can like, actually I have some more than lemon juice. <laughs> so um, it's worked really well too, but that's about what I got going so far. Um, and then in regards to coaching, I figured you'd want to hear about that. Um, yeah. so I think I, I, I'm still working towards a coaching program in the future because I'm still gathering information and making the whole program itself for now in the, like the meantime, I think what I'm going to do is, was it can't, Calendly, Calendly, Mm -hmm. it's called like a calendar. It's like an app, a calendar app thing where you can like basically put days where you're available and like people can book appointments or like sessions with you. So what I think I'm planning to do, and this is actually, this will be done in the next two days. So you can check my Instagram, check my Instagram for that soon. Um, I'm going to start taking consultations and I'm actually going to do my starting price for April will be $50 consultations for in regards to gaps, in regards to nutrition, to 
getting, you know, in a stable place kind of, I'm, I think I'm going to keep it more in regards to gaps because it's very specific. And that is what I am like an expert on. I've done it myself. I know, I know, I know how to help you. I do. I, I know that I would be able to help you and anyone who would be able to come to me for a consultation in regards to starting it, how to make food, how to do anything, anything in regards to the realms of cooking gaps, um, anything. And, even one day, even nervous system regulation, I would love to open it to that too. Um, but yeah, I, I plan to start that really soon. Um, I haven't made, I'm going to do this all like today and tomorrow, but yeah, I think I'm going to do that and pretty set on it. And I think it's great because I think it'll be a great way to help people and be able to share all of my knowledge and my expertise and all of the research that I've been doing and building up for the past years, year-ish, over a year now, almost two, um, my own journey and I really think that I'll be able to offer a lot of help to people who need it and I another reason why I was thinking of doing this is because I get so many people in my inbox on Instagram and this is not like with oh, so many people like I'm not trying to be like that like but someday like I want to help everyone you know like yeah. I, I want to help all of you anyone listening I, I want to I want to help you but some days some weeks there's so many people who message me these questions. And I'm just like, it's getting to the point where I have to do this. Like, yes. I think I'm, I, I have to formulate, I, I'm going to need this where you book an appointment. And I think it'll be where like to secure your spot, you're gonna, you can like send, it's like you can Venmo me or PayPal me like to secure your like appointment spot or something. But this is where I'm getting. And I think this will be good in the meantime for when I get to the coaching program in the future you know, me, I don't know, you know me a little bit now. I, I want the coaching program to be perfect. So in the meantime, while I'm working for that perfect program, I want to be able to help and offer things to people and not think, I don't want anyone to think I'm ghosting them or not talking because it's just some weeks it gets so hard on the Instagram DMs. And mm. I loved what my nervous system regulation coach, Amanda said, she goes, you have to at one point just regulate your DMs and be like, okay, send, you know, send them a link to your, to like, my consultations and be like, we'll have a consult. You know, you can ask me all the questions on this consult. And I think personally, this will be better for you. The person wanting the consult, the one, someone wanting these answers. If you have been coming to me on DMs and you want answers or knowledge, I personally think an hour session with me consult will do you better than you know, randomly asking me questions on the DM and then me sometimes not even being able to get to it from how busy things can get. I'm doing a lot of other things in my life. I'm not just sitting on Instagram all day. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's, it's a very time consuming and I would just be so much better at helping you get to your health goals and accomplish gaps in your dreams. If we could do a consult that's one-on-one -on -one. and it, it, I think it'll work a lot better that way for anyone who's listening, who's interested or has messaged me I probably will end up sending you a link to the consult in the future if you continue to ask me, because it, it will work better this way. We could get a lot more accomplished and I can help you with your goals and your understanding of gaps in the program and nutrition and nourishing your body and all that good stuff um, through consults. I really think I can help more people this way. So I just really wanted to share that because I know that you were talking about coaching and I am, I really want to still do this, but until then, I don't want to not be able to help people, you know, so I think consults are going to be perfect. I could see that being exactly what folks need when they start the diet, because I also was thinking like to have you 
to have just someone to answer questions and be there for me when I'm like, I don't know what else to do. So important. And a whole program is needed too, because of course gaps are so intense, but even just the consultations in the meantime, like, and just, just in general, the consultations, the individual consultations to get people started on the diet. It's so needed out there. It's so needed. And I've seen, like, I looked at other products, like there's like an online course and stuff like that. And that's cool. But that still is like, I don't like to learn like that. I would rather just talk to someone yeah. and know that more people agree. With I like that. the one-on-one aspect. Yeah. yeah. I- and you're so good at that. So folks definitely like, this is something that you will want to snatch up now because you never know when your your calendar is going to be booked, Madeline. So, um, <laughs> my yeah, heart. Definitely- you gave me a great idea too. Sorry, you gave me a really good idea. If you, that gave me such a great idea. Maybe I'd even extend it to where like, let's say someone books just like a, con- just a consult call, just one consultation call and they really, really like it and they would like support who, like maybe this, I'm not, going to say this is legit because I'm going to try to plan this out, but you just gave me a great idea. This would be a great opportunity for then these people who want more work with me instead of like, I could maybe come up with like a bundle consult deal or something where like you could do a call each week for this bundled price. You know what I mean? So then we could get that one-on-one talking point. You know what I mean? That's actually great. That's a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. So good. So you can have, you have options, folks, you have options. You will eventually have options on how to work with her, but definitely take advantage of this because even I like now me going through the process, I'm like, Oh my God, I could totally benefit from a one hour consultation, even a half an hour consultation to just talk to you about what's going on, Madeline, and like, have your, like, hear more about your specific advice, because Madeline also knows, like, she knows from her point of view, what, what she went through because of what she went through, but she also knows like, well, if you're dealing with this, then maybe you should try this because she is so well read on all of this. And the tallow, uh, I wanted to mention too, the tallow butter, I'm getting some because I'm obsessed with like buttery kind of skincare uh, stuff. Yes, I'm going to get that. So I'm going to try it. And folks like you better, you got to keep up, get some too before I buy them all, because I am really into this. I've never tried tallow skincare products, but I heard about it. Melon skin. Most people will, um, we, we won't be uploading this to YouTube anytime soon, maybe in the future, but most people will, will be listening to this, but no, that Madeline's skin is so beautiful. It's like so clearly taken care of. Um, and it's inside and out because of the gaps, but also because of the, because of the skin, um, skincare and yeah. So awesome ways to support Madeline. And she just gave us so much information, like so much information that can help us start us off on our journey. So it would be such an awesome way to give back to and get some good energy exchange because we need that, right? Like we need, we want her to have a lot of energy and we want to have a lot of energy to, uh, and gain from the information. So Madeline Ogden, thank you so much for talking with me and having this conversation, giving us just such a cool insight into your journey and what you're working on and so many tips. So Madeline Ogden, future GAPS coach and owner of Homesteading Heartland, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Emily, what is your last name? Kosick. Kosick. Okay. I was going to say, I had no idea how to say that. Emily Kosick, thank you for having me. This was seriously like an honor. Um, I'm really excited to, if you ever want to have me back on, I'd be happy 
happy. I think this was so fun to chat with you. Um, great at talking and great at holding a conversation. Um, it seems so rare these days and it's just amazing to be able to dive deep and just, I don't know, just chat about all sorts of different things. <laughs> this has been so fun. And I know that you're going through the thick of it through your intro and I just, my heart goes out to you and I really think you're doing great. Like I really do. Like I do. I, it can be hard. And like you said, there's days you cry and it's hard, but I think you're seriously on such a great path. And this like, hold on to like these, those feelings, like those little feelings of hope or like those little feelings of like, oh, I'm so inspired by like, you know, Madeline or like any, you know what I mean? Like those little feelings, like I swear, that's just what got me through the whole thing and reach out. And yeah, I, I'd love to talk to you more too. So yeah. If you get value out of this podcast, please share it with at least one person today. If you don't know anyone else who would get value out of this podcast, please subscribe on your listening platform of choice and follow me on Instagram at emilys.rootawakening. Your support means so much to me. It helps me gain momentum to keep bringing on awesome guests to this podcast and to keep spreading the word of self-empowerment and natural health to more and more people. That is so important. And if you're feeling called to work with me on one-to-one self-development techniques, DM me on Instagram or email me at emily at rootawakening.co. The information on my communication and boundaries course is in the show notes, and you can also subscribe to my email tribe in the show notes as well. I love you. Thank you for being here. Catch you next time.